Welcome to Both Down Chaos Cup Edition. I am Scott Prime, and with me is the ODG. ODG in the house. What's up, dude? Just back from Chaos Cup. Well, we've been back. Okay, we've just been back from Chaos Cup for a day or so. But in the a while, I guess. reality of like podcasting, it could be. Yeah, absolutely. If we like publish this. Nobody knows. Nobody really knows. We could actually say we, we're recording right as we come home Sunday. It's like the miasma of it. We didn't come home Sunday. Oh, that's true. We came home Monday. All right. So we are recording. This is actually Monday night, a sure. week after we came home. Okay, yeah. Let's just be honest. Why start now? Why start now? <laughs> Why not? We're never honest with our fans. We uh, journeyed to Chaos Cup for the third year in a row. Yep. And I'm going to get this out of the way. It's kind of like an anniversary episode, really. Is it? Because what was our first episode? Our first episode was the... Technically. Technically, it was the podcast we did over at CouchPirates.com. Yeah. Where we talked about Chaos Cup, which was going to launch both down eventually. Mm -hmm. And so here we are. So you're kind of right. It's the genesis. It's the third anniversary of the genesis of us driving back going, let's do this podcast thing. Exactly. We We got a lot to tell. Yeah. We're very important. <laughs> I don't know that we're important, but we have opinions and we have microphones. We do have opinions and stuff. Um, this is not going to be a normal episode of Both Down. It's going. We're not going to have segments. Well, we're going to have segments. We'll probably have a few breaks. We'll have but... segments to save the episode, but we're not going to have like, oh, we're going to talk about chainsaws, and then we're going to talk about the Greenfield Grasshuggers. You guys are just going to have to wait for a regular episode. Yeah, I already tweeted out that... Uh, our teaser for next real episode. Yeah, I already seen people like going like, "You guys are dumb." Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. We're gonna do a review of the kickoff table. <laughs> We're not doing. Stop. What? This is about Chaos Cup. Okay, fine. Well, it came up because we were talking about it at Chaos Cup. We were back. with the Sweden. So yeah, and, actually and, with the Danes. And the, the Danes. Danes, yeah, and the biggest Dane I've ever seen in my life. You've only seen one Dane. That's right, but he is the biggest one I've ever <laughs> seen okay. in my life. All right, let's talk about Chaos Cup. Okay, so when did we leave? <laughs> Specifically what time? Yes, exactly what time. Uh, I think we left about one thirty on a Wednesday. Because you forgot your shoes. Because I forgot my shoes. Yeah, we were going to leave a little bit earlier. but Oh, that's right. We had to, I locked, I, le- I locked the house, I walked out to the car, and I realized the only pair of things to put on my feet were my flip-flops. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we need to go get my shoes. And Steve's like, well, go get them. And I was like, well, I locked the keys in the house. So we had to go to my wife's job, get the keys, and then um, get my shoes. Yeah. So th- that was pretty awesome. Okay. That was like a mini journey. Exactly. Mini game one completed. Right. Yeah. Quest quest complete. Yes. And so then we had another quest, which was to travel about an hour and a half from here. Mm-hmm. Up to Tulsa. Up to Tulsa, Oklahoma, because we, we left more Oklahoma. And to pick up our third member, or the new triple nipple, <laughs> as Alan likes to be called. The superfluous triple nipple. And um, Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis. Who cannot be with us today because he is... Oh, God, my tonsils taken out. <laughs> I can't talk. Yeah, he got his tonsils taken out like a couple of days after we got back from Chaos Cup. So he's still recuperating. And really, if you just get your tonsils taken out, probably not best to do a podcast. No. But we'll probably have him on sometime in the future. Let me tell you something about Michael Lewis. This guy is like 
the nicest guy ever. And we're going to talk more about that. But We can't he, stress how nice this guy is. But he's also a super partier. I mean, as soon as I picked him up, now if you have children that are listening, right now's the time <laughs> for earphones. Because I'm about to say something that I didn't say per se, but everywhere we were, like when we were getting out of the car oh, or about to load into the car, this was said, and I'm blaming it all on Michael Lewis. It was the phrase last year. It was Chicago, Chicago, with a re- repeat, just like that. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> you got to do it, dude. No, I don't have to now. Chicago. It's not last year. Okay. So that was our theme last year with Alan. This Up until year? the middle of the trip when it was like, it's so weird. Yeah, then it, then it became, it's so weird. <laughs> Look at that clock place. It's so weird. <laughs> so this year, as soon as we got we got Michael, it was, let's go get some pussy. And it it was crazy. <laughs> Everywhere we went, Cubs game, it didn't matter. This guy's nuts. He's probably the biggest party animal in Tulsa. I'm probably going to say none of that happened. And it was all Scott doing it. I, I truly doubt that. <laughs> okay. So, are you trying to, like, cover for this guy? Because of his wife? No, I just know that he would he, he would happily take it. That's the great thing about Michael. You just throw out anything, and he's like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, he would. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's go play in the middle of the street with our pants down to our ankles and throwing a ball back and forth. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. It's like, Michael, let's go into the next bathroom at the truck stop, and let's pull our pants down to our ankles and pee like kindergartners. And he would be like, okay, sure, let's Sounds do it. Sounds awesome. Let's, let's go. <laughs> right? It's a, great, it's a great thing to have on a travel buddy. First stop, he tried to buy me drinks, and he bought you pumpkin spice donuts. Yes, he did. Uh, he, was, he was crazy. Yeah. Anyways, crazy nice. Really, really nice guy. We're so glad he went along with us. He was a last-minute add-on. It was one of those things like, I had, we, we know him a little bit, but we haven't really hung out that much. Is he going to be nice to hang out with? He was he going to fart a lot? Yeah. He didn't fart. No. That was you. Again. I hardly ever farted, though. No, you didn't really. It was yeah. kind of a surprise. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. You, you eat uh, decent food and you don't fart. Yeah, I know. So. so and it is a Chaos Cup special, so we do have to talk about the food. Oh, we have to. So we picked up Michael, and we're driving along. Our plan was we leave early on Wednesday. We basically drive as far as we want, find a hotel, sleep, and then... Really? Sorry, that's me drinking. Okay. So anyways, plan. Then we drove most of the way on Wednesday, and we'd have a nice, relaxable get into town on Thursday. Right. Every every year we less left on Wednesday. Yeah. The first year we left at like seven o'clock. Yeah, like after work. And only drove like four so. hours. Yeah. And then last year we left, I think, at like three, three or four. Something like that, yeah. And drove about six hours. Yeah. So this year we decided to, if we could, and luckily everybody could get off a little bit early, drive as much as we can. We were hoping to tackle like eight or nine hours that first day. We really it, did. It's like a 12-hour trip. It's like 13. Well, that's well, if you drove straight. And, so yeah. Since we needed dinner... We were trying to find a place to have dinner. Oh, dude. And we saw a billboard. Catfish and barbecue. How can you go wrong in Missouri, you get catfish and barbecue? It was called Dowd's, D-O-W-D. Yeah. And uh, and it sucked. It, it, <laughs> it just pure sucked. They had all-you-could-eat pork barbecue, right? Yeah. That was had, like the thir- the Wednesday special. That was the Wednesday special. Me and you both decided to do that. Yeah. 
Uh, Michael got like the two meat platter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're like, what, what type of barbecue sauce do you want? Do you want the sweet? Do you want the regular? Or do you want the hot? I want to try all three. They all three sucked. They all three kind of tasted the same. Yeah. Like, not good. And the hot, I swear, all they did was put black pepper in it. <laughs> put some pepper in that one. That one's the hot one. Yeah, it was. Now, hold on. So we ate at this place, and I, I'd like to talk about the big fat chick doing the seductive dance. So I think her and her husband, oh, this God. older lady, probably about 55, Ugh. she she had like the top half of like a normal lady that's 55 and the bottom <laughs> half of like a swollen, uh, think of like <laughs> an emboss that's like a tick with a big swollen <laughs> abdomen. <laughs> she had what? she was just swollen so big. She had I don't know how they make jeans like that. Right. I mean you couldn't fit uh even even a forty minor head couldn't fit in these <laughs> jeans because <laughs> these jeans were so big in the butt part. Yeah. But she comes back after eating her all she all she can eat pulled pork from the bathroom <sighs> and she does this little seductive dance to her, her old man and it was like a, some type of mating ritual. It's pretty awesome. Luckily, I did not see that. Oh, I did. But uh, unluckily, I did experience the smell of the bathroom later on when we left. Could have been her fault. It was so, so bad. So the food was bad. Yeah. And it, it was, was very bland. Very the, None of the sauces were good. Sides were... Even was, the ketchup was bad. It was all you can eat pulled pork, and Steve didn't even get any more. I no. at least ate more because I was like, it's all you can eat. I might as well eat some more. No, I didn't care that much. But the good thing was, is they had old they had candy bars there. And yeah. we ran into a zero bar, which Steve never had before. Never had a zero bar. And my I don't think Michael had either, or maybe he just barely remembered it. But we ain't, all three ended up getting a zero bar. And I was dancing outside the window trying yep. to make you guys laugh. Yes. And that way. And we had the couldn't... slowest, dumbest person running the register. I paid for, Scott didn't have his wallet, so I paid for his and mine. We both got the same exact thing. And I gave her both tickets. I was like, just go ahead and put it all on one. I I don't know how to do that. It just times it by two, I would assume. I'm going to hope that this is like her first or second day and that she gets better because she doesn't have a lot in life to do. I really think that they put the slow people on the cash register to make you stand by the t-shirts and the coffee mugs and the candy bars to make you go, oh, I want some of that crap. It worked. We all bought a zero. I bought zeros. Well, you bought zeros. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's definitely not my favorite. But you didn't eat it all. I ate most of it. Okay. It was very strong. Zero bar. Look it up, folks. It's like white chocolate, which I normally like white chocolate, but it's very strong. Yeah. So then then we drove and we drove. Yeah. And we were trying to make it to Springfield, Illinois. But we got to Litchfield, Illinois. And immediately we went to, like, Walmart for something. You needed earphones. Oh, earplugs. Earplugs, yeah. Yeah, because Steve snores like a bear with with sleep apnea. This goes so Scott. And I do, too. And um, Although Scott wasn't as bad this year. Yeah, well, you lose a little weight, you don't have it as bad. Yeah. And Michael snores too, so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool actually. And Michael somehow slept without earphone er, earphones. See, you have me saying it. earplugs. Yeah. Um, Steve, Michael's also gone around the world to third world countries where, you know, if he doesn't have gunfire outside his window, he's probably fine. 
Yeah, that dude is all worldly. Yeah. He talked about all the tail he got in all these countries. and He didn't talk about any tail. Why are you sticking up for him? I'm just trying to be respectful. No, you are trying to brown nose He's a him. nice guy. He is a nice guy. He wouldn't care if I talked about all the tail he got. What if his wife listened to this? There's no way she's listening to this. I would seriously doubt if she does. So. And if she does, Clara, welcome Hello. to Both Down. <laughs> um... What Sorry else? for all the racist comments. Yeah, your husband was a real racist <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, what else? Me and Michael had to share a bed because Steve was a bully. Yeah. And you know what? He slept well. He was, like, very still. We never, like, touched sacks or anything. I guess that's a good thing, yeah. And um, actually slept comfortably. Yeah. Then he got up, and he gets up early, so he was painting... His teen miniature for the... Dude got up at 5.30. Yeah, every day. <sighs> he gets up, he goes downstairs for breakfast, and he's painting his Bones miniature that he bought for the contest. It was for the uh, Slanesh team. For yeah, the, the Legacy, Legacy team. team right? yeah. yeah, we told them, like, if you're going to Chaos Cup with us, you might as well paint a miniature because you might have a chance at winning. Yeah, never yeah. know. And so, uh, so he was painting that, and... We had crappy breakfast at the hotel. But it was free. It was free breakfast. Which I'm okay with. But it wasn't that great. No. Not at this one. It was a Holiday Inn still. Yeah. Just like we stayed at a Chaos Cup. But this breakfast was not so good. It was okay. It was good enough. Yeah. But then we got on the road, and on the way into Chicago, we stopped at Giordano's Pizza. Yes. And had the most amazing pizza in the world again. It's pretty delicious. It's so damn good. I love Giordano's. So, we'll have a full discussion of the Pizza Wars later on. Okay, we're going to save that? Yeah, because we had a, a different place on Sunday. Right. So, we'll wait That's until That's what then. we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, so we had pizza going into town this time. Yeah. What town was that? Joliet. Okay. Yeah, because we made comments about going to go see the prison. That's right. Blues Brothers stuff. Yep. And so, it was good. It took like uh, 17 hours for it to come to the table. Nicest server, but slower than molasses. I don't know if it was her fault, but yeah. She no, was, it was her fault. Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. Okay, let's blame her. Oh, let's talk about the girl that's hitting on us. Oh, that chick loved us. Okay, so we're sitting there, and there's this little, there's this chick who, kind of short. Cute little thing. Kind of short. Yeah. Uh, real pretty eyes, and she just kept staring at not much for hair though. At the the both down dudes, and like she was enamored with us, mm-hmm. and she was young, I mean just young, so young, and she was a baby. Yeah, she thought it was a cute we little really baby. Cute. She was entertained by us. Yeah, I guess she thought we were like kind of ginger wookies or something. <laughs> what? I don't know. You're kind of okay. like a. You could be the ginger wookie. I don't need another damn nickname. Oh, I don't like that one enough to keep it. I kind of like that one. Do you? The ginger wookie. <laughs> That's a good name. Okay. See. All right. I don't want it. Okay. So if anybody knows of a ginger wookie, make sure you get that. Chewbacca Twitter. was a ginger wookie. He had a lot of red in his Did fur. He? I know he the action figure was brown, but yeah, it played off the light. It was kind of that's gingerish. true. Okay. That's why Han Solo liked him. True. Dude, if you're in, like, deep space and... Redheads are freaks. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, Chewie, come on over here. Right? So then we got into (laughs) Chicago and at the hotel. We got in early enough that we were able to relax some. 
that was the whole goal because yeah. last year we got in at like five or something ridiculous after driving like eight hours. Right. And then we had like an hour or so and then we all went to pizza and right. we decided this year we weren't going to do pizza. We were going to uh, learn dreadball. Well, we decided that we're going to relax. Well, that too. Because this is really like our vacation. It really is. It's <laughs> the only real vacation I ever get. So we didn't want to like just crowd it with stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got back to the hotel, and believe it or not, I went and worked out, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And that gym was incredible. I didn't go last year at all. I didn't even go there and look. Alan, I did. It was yeah, nice. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. We went and ate somewhere. Lake and... Some, and what's that place called? Tone Two Lokes? and Lakes. Tone Lokes? Tone Lokes. We went to Tone Lokes' house. Anyways, there's some Italian beef place that's around the corner. Yeah. And it was not Portello's. Right. And it was pretty good. It was. Uh, I, I didn't get french fries this year, but we went there. and I shared french fries. Yeah, we ate and hung out with uh, Mr. Johnny P. Yep. And uh, broke bread, and he did some things to us in the parking lot. Well, yeah, as always. Right. I mean, that's what Johnny likes. And uh, food was good, but yeah. the guys kind of got mad when I wanted cheese on my Italian <laughs> beef. But. It made it delicious, so you uh, whiny Chicago people that have to eat it just pure meat and bread, screw you. How's that? Okay. Works for me. All right. And then what else did we do? Oh, then we came back. Yeah. Then we did dr- Dreadball. We did play Dreadball. Mike now, Bell, Junkie Studios. Before we talk about this, do we want to actually talk about our real opinions on Dreadball here, or do we want to save it for a regular episode on the podcast? Here. I mean... We'll talk about our impression. Okay. Yeah, so, so, we could have a more in depth view later if we still have only played the one game. All right, so I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, yeah, Mike Bell and Dennis Lebo, mm-hmm. I think was his name. He was there for demoing games. Yeah, and really they teaching you it. And then I sat down. And I played Michael. And hold on, let's okay. stop. Should we collaborate and then listen? Collaborate and listen. Ice is back in a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me lightly, flowing like a hawk, daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo. I don't know. To That's the extreme. So sad. <laughs> um, no, I want to talk about before I, I went and worked out. And then when I came back, you and Michael were actually in the lobby. This is before we ate. Yeah. And the Sweden's invasion was there. Oh, yeah. And so they were down there, and uh, Mago was playing. Uh, David in a little game practice game. Oh yeah, game. that's right. Andrews and was painting his team. Andrews was painting his team, and then we met uh, Jonas. And I jo- guess I need to start calling him Jonas since eh, everybody else fine. is. Even and Jonas was drinking. He should spell that with a Y if he wants to come to America, because we say Jonas. He he doesn't care. He doesn't care. No, he loves us. All he cares is about Blood Bowl. And he brought us candy. He did, and for my children. And thank you and for me. Thank you, Jonas. And um, so he was like. Hey, you want to play a pickup game? And at first, I was like, no, because I don't like playing pickup games, especially if I'm going to see somebody in the tournament, because like I don't want that thing of, like, I beat you on this day, and then you totally kick my butt the next time when it right. counts. So I thought about it, though. I took my shower, and in my shower, after you know, he asked me if I wanted to play, I thought, realistically, he's probably a better player than me. He's on the Swedish national team. That's like, why can't I play him? And if anything, I'll learn something. Yeah. Watch how he plays and learn You're going to learn more from him than he's going to learn from you. Exactly. 
So we went ahead and played, and he had this team, if you haven't heard, he has like a piling on and mighty blow on his whites and his undead. He played team. undead. It's very right. cheesy. And I had undead too. Uh, so we sat down and played a game. And so my first game at Chaos Cup, I won 2 nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk more about that later. So I Oh, yeah. And Anders, was it Anders and David who joined the Model High Club? Yes, they on the way in. You, if you ever see Anders and David, uh, you need to talk about the Mile High Club. Yeah. yeah, they actually played Blood Bowl on the plane over, <laughs> right? Which is pretty awesome. <laughs> he had a, that travel kit he had was super awesome. It was a really nice travel. It's the best one I've seen. It is real simple, and right. they're all there. Um, but the magnets move well and everything. Yeah. So, so actually, we played that before we went eight. That's right. IP. I forgot about that. Uh, had some punch, I guess is what it's called, the little liquor and mm-hmm. alcohol, the fruity stuff. And then we went and ate, and then we came back for Dread Bowl with Mike Bell and Dennis Lebo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to learn Dread Bowl. Yeah, and they had a nice cheat sheet, which helped a lot. It's amazing. I actually found that online and printed it off for us. Yeah, that helps a lot. So if you wanted to learn Dread Bowl, where'd you find it? Uh, I found it actually on the Slurpee one forums. On Slurpee forums yeah. Okay. Just go to the Slurpee forums. They have a Dread Bowl forum there. And it's really invaluable when you're trying to play the game or learn it. Because after a while, you get to understanding the basics of it, but it just helped. Overall, uh, I played the aliens against... You played the, like, roach-looking dudes, right? Yeah. And Michael had, I think, the the humans? He just had the regular humans, I think. Okay. I couldn't tell my players apart. I could tell the big guys, like the guards, mm-hmm. I could tell them they're big, whatever. The other guys, it was a little confusing. You need the colored bases for me to really distinguish. I agree. That's one of my main problems. I agree with that. Um, <clears throat> what I you- still always have a problem with the class called a striker as the score because I think striker punching. Right. So I always have that problem. You don't think of it like this in soccer where the striker comes up and takes a shot. No, I don't. But now that might work. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, okay. see? See how I fixed that? There you go. Boom. And we're done. Overall impressions of it, it was fun. Um, I liked the randomness of the different things with the cards every turn. and It doesn't greatly appeal to me. It was fine, but it wasn't something that really made me want to play more of it. Okay. I will play more of it to get a better sense of it, but just that first game, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm playing a game. Okay, cool. And my own personal opinions, I don't see the referee sticking around for the next iteration of the rules at all. Well, tell people what you tell me, what you feel like it is. If I had to put a feeling to it, it feels like Blood Bowl 2nd Edition right before they came out with the 3rd Edition set. So I have a feeling they're going to put out all three, and I have, I have nothing to base this on, but they're going to put out all three seasons they mentioned in the Kickstarter. If it does well, they'll put out Dreadball 2.0, combine all the rules, fix some things that didn't work or that people didn't like, and it'll be a completely different type of game. Okay. I don't know if that's the truth, and I, it probably won't be, but the referee just seemed worthless to me. And again, it's based on one game. I realize that. But it's like, oh, I moved her, and now I moved her here, and yeah, whatever. All right. All right. So I played um, 
I guess I played Mike Bell, didn't I? Yeah. I guess that's who I'm sitting with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I took the, I don't know if I took them, but I guess they, they were where I sat down. The vermin were there, yeah. which are the Skaven of this universe. And uh, the team I was playing against was actually the Void Sirens, which was like the all females. But yeah. for simplicity's sake, we we just called them humans. Yeah, so we could just call them Amazons. <laughs> no, I mean, we used the human stats. Oh, I see what you're saying. We okay. used different models just because yeah. it, it was all contained on that sheet, mm-hmm. the cheat sheet for simplicity reasons, simplistic reasons. Um, so we played a game, uh, kind of went back and forth. I think I ended up only getting beat by two. I didn't get beat by much. Oh, I will say I won. I mean, I won handedly. And if my guy would, I made three shots on goal that would have won me the game and all three of them failed. When I had like two dice, but it was fun. Even you know, I, I won, but I still don't care that. It's much. a game you can pick up really quick, especially with that cheat sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Bell was a very good teacher. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, explained things very well. So hats off to him. Um, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought I would, but um, I will say that that probably does me no good because. Around here, we'd had to convince all our people to play Dreadball, and they don't have time to play both games. Yeah. Um, and that's the real flaw in this to me, is if I have time to play a game, I'm going to play Blood Bowl. Right. Realistically. I understand. If I had some other people that want to like maybe have a little league, it's quicker. Now, if they did a league at the store, would I go out and play? Maybe. Right. If the league format... I'd have to look at it and see what the skills are and stuff. I like, I guess the skills are random. So skills like are that. random, so I really like that. So I think I would like a league a lot better than just playing an occasional game for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, we learned something I never actually knew, uh, but between heroic scale, 28 millimeter miniatures, mm-hmm. and, what and regular, scale. regular scale. Yeah. I didn't really know there was a difference until uh, somebody was talking to I think it was Michael was talking to us about it. Yeah, and it's like the Dreadball figures are true. Is it 28 or 25? I think it's 28, but I could okay. be wrong. But they're true scale. Right. And Blood Bowl is heroic scale. Right. So, so that's why they appear to be a little bit smaller, is they're actually proportionally correct, as opposed to the more make it look a little bit more dynamic right. in Blood Bowl. So, but I, I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was some of the randomness was fun with the the vermin. I I I think I shot on goal like six times, yeah. six or seven times. You know, like most of my turns, <clears throat> I just didn't score often when that happened because yeah. they can do everything else good, but not that. So, but it was a lot of fun. I would play again, and we'll it, we'll have to play again, and then we'll probably give a better review on the show later on. Realistically, you have the copy of the game, yeah. so I don't have to go out and buy it quickly. Exactly. But I do work at a comic store, so once I know that the rules are firm, I would pick up a copy. And I don't have any faith the rules are going to be firm for a while. Well. That's my problem. Moving on. Dreadball, I give it a thumbs up. I understand why people play it. I give it a thumbs up overall. I mean, if you don't have the time to put it into Blood Bowl and you don't really want, and that's not something that appeals to you, this could appeal to you, but it doesn't appeal to me. I got you. So that was That Thursday. was Thursday. Did I do anything after that? I know I stayed up late. I think that was Friday I stayed up late and playing with the guys. 
Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah. Guys. Hey. Uh, Catch Steve on Friday night at Chaos Cuff. It's Chaos just, Cuff. Uh, That's the great thing about being at the yeah, hotel. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with guys, and uh, it stays at Chaos Cup. No, there's always someone playing something in the yeah, lobby. Yeah, yeah, the lobby. Just meet Steve in the corner. Okay. All right. So we got up early on Friday, and they were getting ready for their Dreadball tournament, as before JP and Extreme got there. We had free breakfast again. Yeah. This was the best day for free breakfast. The omelets were like this cheesy bacon. It was delicious. I had I just had bacon and muffins. <laughs> of course and, you did. Yeah, I'm sorry, I like bacon. I'm a human. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like bacon. I like pig meat and bread. Said everyone everywhere. <laughs> so so we, we had breakfast, and then we did, as we do every year, decided to go to a Cubs game. And thanks to uh, Justin, one of our listeners... He actually got us comp tickets to the game, which is amazing. Yeah, we weren't actually going to go this year because of money. And the money night. and the just the hassle of it and the time. It was like, it's a lot of, it's fun. And I'm much more into the Cubs than anyone else. And I knew Alan wouldn't be, but Alan's not going. Luckily, Michael's big into baseball, so that was cool. If he stays awake. But this year, we actually drove into the Cubs game. And that made it so much nicer. It took a little while, but not as long as the... We went the wrong way. We took the, the wrong highway. That was my bad. But it still was not as long as riding the train. Not at all. And it was cheaper. We found a place to park. We parked at the Taco Bell by Wrigley. If you know Wrigley, it's like not even half a block away from the entrance. Yeah. And it was awesome. It's 25 bucks. Now, it helps that the Cubs suck. Yeah. It helps that we were willing to get blocked in until after the game. Yeah. But we knew we were going to stay the whole game. And it helps that we got there very early. Right. We got there two hours before the game. Yeah. But that allowed us time to walk around, go to the Cubs store. And And we found out some booths at the Cubs stadium sell their food 25% off. Yes. So early bird special. Yeah. We talked to the old, me and Michael hit on the old ladies. (laughs) Until we get the best information. Yeah. And the bet. Oh, never mind. And it's just awesome to be driving through a neighborhood, driving through a neighborhood, driving through a neighborhood, take a turn, drive through a neighborhood, and bam, Wrigley Field. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And since we didn't have to walk two miles through downtown Chicago. Yeah, we weren't exhausted. We weren't exhausted. We weren't tired. Right. I, think, that- I didn't get to gawk at hot chicks on the train. Right. But I had plenty of energy to gawk at chicks at the baseball game instead Absolutely. of the train. So. And if... If we go again, that's the way we're doing it, if it's a day game, of course. Right. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, We got there, and we got to see a Grand Slam for the Cubs. I've never seen a Grand Slam in a Major League game before. Me neither. I'm a Cubs fan, so, you know, it's rare for us. Yeah, it's awesome. First inning, Junior Lake. It was awesome. And I called it, too, because the bases were loaded. Junior Lake comes up. I I go to Scott, and I'm like, Lake will get it done. Well, he didn't call it. He just said he'd get it done. Well, that's what it means. Oh, that means a grand slam? It means I'll leave it open and then take credit for it later. Okay, well, Steve called his shot then. Exactly. That's Uh, how I do it. The ice cream in the little helmet this year was Was amazing. You had it last year, and you didn't talk about how good it was. It wasn't that good last year. It was amazing this year. It was. I mean, Michael got two of them. Mm -hmm. Now, he, he said, like, well, Scott's kid, you know, other kid needs a helmet. But he just wanted ice cream. It was good. Michael also tends to fall asleep if he's not moving, 
we found. Yeah, if Michael doesn't move and talk to you directly, he will fall asleep in like seven seconds. And trust us, he will talk to anybody, anywhere, at any time. <laughs> yes. Anytime we go into a restaurant, he's like, so what's the best thing here? What's the best thing to eat? And then the lady will roll her eyes and go, I guess the barbecue is good. Okay, I'll get that. Yeah, everywhere we went, he had to talk to people. And we're leaving, we're leaving the parking spot. And it was easy. Your options were turn left. Because you couldn't turn right. what was your other option? Nothing. You You couldn't go straight? You couldn't go straight. You couldn't go right. Oh, you had to turn left. You had to turn left. So what does Michael do? And I tell him, just turn left. I've got the phone. We'll figure it out. We'll be back on the road. No problem. Well, let me just ask this guy. So he asked a cop who the cop doesn't even know. And so he asked the guy who we thought who was seemed kind of homeless with the dog that was sitting in front of the car that mm-hmm. the cop moved. He didn't know, so he asked the guy who the lot this. attendant. And the guy said, "Go left." Yeah, go left, and then take this and take that, and take this and this. And so, finally, eventually, Michael's like, "Oh, okay, okay, okay." You know, but he so just wanted to he talk turns to left. He Ugh. just wanted to talk to people, dude. He loves talking to people. He does. I'm telling you, he would be an apostle. Like, if we were, like, yeah. in Jesus' days, oh, yeah. Michael would be an apostle. He'd be, he'd, nowadays. He could be. I could start up a cult, and he'd probably join. I don't know about a cult. I think that dude's pretty strong in his faith. I'm going to give him credit for that. Maybe, but... Well, he might d- not hurt your feelings. I he might twist. go along exactly. with Because he's like, well, I don't want to... There was more do- than one time you guys were dancing in the car. <laughs> yeah, anytime I broke out and danced, Michael just followed along. <laughs> Dude, next time I'm going to just pull it out and start going at it and just see if he goes with me. Michael is not invited back next time. Or actually, maybe Scott's not invited back. Well, pull it. Like chewing gum, dude. Oh, okay. What the heck are you talking about? Don't want to know. Like bigly chew, just pull out a big old package and just go at it, just jam it in my mouth. Just get like a big wad in your mouth. <laughs> wow, I didn't mean to go there. All right, this is becoming <laughs> the longest podcast ever. That's, that's is, the though. point of this podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to this one, it's because you really love us. Or, or you're Johnny or you're and bored. expect us to suck your dick, as he says. Yeah. We're not ever doing that, Johnny. No. Only we'll talk about life. how horrible Chaos Cup was in a little bit. Okay. Then on the way back... Michael's... Okay. First off, we're driving. Yeah. And this is when we learned that Michael's a racist. Of course. See, he thinks he's married to an Ethiopian lady, so he thinks he can get say whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. So we're driving. He goes, look at that brownstone. <laughs> and I go, Michael, they are called Hispanic Americans. And there was a, a Hispanic man just walking along the way. <laughs> right. And he's like, that's not what I meant. And we're like, yeah, you are racist. And, and really, it's just a joke. He was talking about the houses, but if you see Michael Lewis, you go up to him and go, we heard you're a racist. And so then we're driving along and he looks over and he goes, oh my God, they're going to kill us. And I was like, what? He's like, that that guy, that Hispanic guy in that car. In the hat. In the hat. <laughs> and I look over there and I was like, that is a girl, my friend. <laughs> he's like, oh my gosh. But so, she has a hat. Yeah, so. He's like, yeah, girls can wear hats. Yeah, so we teased him again for being more racist. That became the rest of the theme for the trip. Mm-hmm. Brownstones were yeah. brought up so quite any, often. Anytime you see him, you guys in the Tulsa area at the Trouble League, oh, yeah. you call him a racist because he is. And bring up Brownstone a lot. 
It could be a new team name, the Brownstones. <laughs> it could be. I'm going to make a character named Brownstone, something like Jim Brownstone or something. That's not bad. Yeah. So after the Cubs game, um, we get back to the hotel. We walk in. And we see the Stevens brothers. Oh, yeah. Big sexy. <laughs> Never met him before in life. And but... then, was it Cheater of Fates or Cheat of Fates? Or... Cheated Fates. Cheated Fates. Uh, Spencer Stevens. Yeah. And Big Sexy was there, and he gave me a big boot, and then he said NWO for life, and then he jackknife powerbombed me. Oh. I don't remember seeing that. That's Kevin Nash, Big Sexy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean Stevens, big sexy. Have you run into Kevin Nash before? <laughs> no, well, because no. if he did that to you, I'm pretty sure you could sue. That was his nickname, though, Big Sexy. Get, okay, yeah. get the joke. Yeah, I okay. get that. Sure. Anyway, so we met the Stevens brothers. They said hi, which I thought was funny because we'd never met them before in life, but could tell from the Twitter profiles who they right. were. And they were just like, "We love you guys. You guys have the best podcast ever." It was amazing how Johnny, much they were saying that. Don't tell Johnny and Extreme, but we really think this show sucks and. We don't even like to talk to him on Twitter. I know. And, and they're like, we want to hang out with you all weekend. We're like, dudes, we got to hang with the foreigners this year. Right. Next year, we can hang with you. Right. And they were like, don't worry. Next year, we will bring you a couple hundred dollars in a painted Blood Bowl team. And I was like, you don't have to. I know, but they said they would. It's amazing. Said, we want to. We want to do that because we love you guys so much. It was really nice of It us. was similar to that. But anyways, yeah. we had a nice time meeting <laughs> them for the first time. Um, and then we was, met up with Kent. We met with Kent and Melissa yeah. and Paul met with us, and then we all went to Jameson's, which yeah, is Paul like... Yeah, was from Tulsa area, and he'd actually moved to Alabama, so we right. haven't seen him in a while. And he's from England, originally. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, spawned there. Or born, <laughs> as humans are. <laughs> Do you know he's human He does play sure? He does he play plays slam. slam. Yeah. So uh, he could be spawned. And then we went to Jameson's, real and nice dinner place. I was scared at first. Because it looked really nice. It did. Oh, it worked out again. Oh, yeah. Boom. Eat that. Good for you. Um, so, Jameson's. Yeah, Jameson's. It looked real re- fancy looking place. It looked really expensive. I was scared because it was on a budget. It but wasn't too bad. They had sandwiches and stuff for like 10 bucks. And it came with a lot of food. Dude. And Kent told us, because I guess they went there the year before. And he's like, they give you a lot. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. Well, Kent and his wife. But we're hungry. They so. split a plate, and we were like, well, you know, Kent's much thinner than us. Yeah. So we thought, oh, yeah. So's Melissa. Don't leave her out. Oh. She's also much thinner than us. Okay. By far, Melissa's the most attractive at that table. And I, I don't think I had to, like. No, I. I didn't I think just, I had to, like, clarify that she's thin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just, if you call him Alpha being thin, then it seems like. I'm saying, as the dudes go. I don't know, would, Paul's pretty thin. It would probably rank Ken's the thinnest. Kent is the thinnest. And then Paul. Yeah. And then uh, probably. The three of us. Three of us are somewhere like tied for fat. Yeah. So, anyways, let's move on. At least they, Michael's biggest. Uh, tallest. He's the, he's the tallest. Well, yeah, he's like Paul Bunyan's nice child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, they said we're going to split a meal, and of course, we were like, we're hungry. We should have done that. Let me tell you something. Next year, if we go back, I'm splitting a meal, Yeah, or I'm going to get a to-go plate. Same to sandwich. Go box. That was a good sandwich. That was a good sandwich. Cajun chicken? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was really I good. ate about half of it. 
And my soup was awesome. I was actually had, had enough after my soup. I'm not a soup guy, but it was pretty good soup. Well, next, really? Yeah. You liked it, huh? Yeah. Chicken noodle. I didn't do the uh, coleslaw. Bread was really good. Bread was good. Coleslaw I don't do. So. Nah. But nobody did at the table. Everybody just kind of picked it up and moved it. You're like, oh, thanks for bringing this. I don't know why. Michael got a raw steak. Yeah. Pretty raw. It was like. He said he wanted it really raw. And he said the parts that were good were the parts that were cooked more. Right. So I don't know what he likes. Well, I just don't think it was that good of a cut of meat, probably. Might not have been. Anyways, food was good. Uh, we left. What did we do after that? We hung out in the lobby. Hung out in the lobby, talked with a lot of people. Yeah. I got my Rat Pack team Ooh. from Matt Vanderby. Okay. Oh, that's right. And then... Got to meet Alex. Got to meet Alex. He's um, a big fan of the show. Uh, he goes by Jeremy. Stymie. Oh, yeah, Stymie. On, on Siggy Lama. Met him. Mm-hmm. We ended up playing Carcassonne. I did not play that. Right, but I did. You were down there, and then I was actually tired, but there was only like three people that was going to play Red uh, Dragon Inn. <laughs> and, and Red Core, Dragon Inn, if you've never played, is an amazing game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, but not with 12 people. Not with 12 so people. So Core's there, and he's like, come on, you got to play. Come on. I'm only here once a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I don't want to play if a lot of people sit down and play this at the last But second. it's Core, and so he's I, like family. So so I agreed to play, and sure enough, as soon as I played, I, I like blinked, and there's 12 people there. <laughs> the game did not go around before people were like eliminated. And so I thought, I can either get some sleep, because it's been an hour since mm-hmm. we started this game. Because we, you know, first round starts at nine o'clock the next day, so I bet myself out of the game because yeah, you, you lose the game by either getting too drunk or you run out of money. And so I saved all my betting cards when I could have won bets to just keep raising the stakes in the bets game, and then so I'd lose on purpose, and then I could go to bed. It's it's a really great game for about four people. Twelve people is way too much. Yes. yes. And but I, you played Carcassonne, right? Never played it before. So I learned it. It's pretty fun. It's from pretty what fun. I remember. Yeah, it's it's nice that it's something you can just have a bag of and just start. It's not a stressful out. game. It's still a strategy no. game, but it's not a stressful one. Right. It's very laid back and yeah, I bad. played it about three years ago. I don't remember a lot about, it, but it was fun. So, and then I went to bed. Yeah, I wanted to stay up and hang out with people, but I knew if I was going to do any good at all, I should go to bed. And, right. Yeah. So what? We're going to go the next day? Saturday? Well, if we're going to go to the next day, we might as well take a break. Let's take a break. Act like we're going to sleep. I, I don't think that's why we're taking the break, but okay. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with uh, Gas Cup Saturday. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. Just drive around this circle here. Should be the second left 
exit. There's a hotel. Hey, look, kids. There's Big Ben and there's Parliament. There it is, there it is, there it is. I know. I can't seem to get over to the left, honey. I'll try next time. Sorry. We'll get out of this jam in a minute. Kids, Big Ben, Parliament again. We know Big Ben. Parliament. Look, kids, forget it. <laughs> it's amazing. I cannot get left. There's Big Ben, kids. Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> so chaos cup day one day one and oh we should have mentioned that we got to hung out with hung out we got to hang out with tom oh and yeah. chance we came tom back from, from impact and chance from three die block i forgot about that they were on friday night tom took us back to his hotel room he did well we helped him move some stuff sort <laughs> i of. know but i was gonna make it sound like yes this. i know you always got to put the sexual in your windows in okay yeah, we got to. Yeah, we saw them when we came back from Jameson's. That's it was actually right. our first time meeting Tom too. Yeah, we've never met the guy, Mm-mm. and he's really nice. Mm-hmm. And we saw him, and we helped him carry stuff back. Basically. Yeah, and then and Chance was like, "Should we even? T- okay, let's just talk about it. I mean, it happened." So Chance was like, "You know, I really love your show." And um, okay, we can't lie about everything. Sometimes I wish I could just cuss on my show. And say whatever I want. He's a foul. He's foul mouth. He goes. I just want to cut loose. He goes. It's it's the guy who just eats tomatoes and okra. That's me. I'm the vegetarian, and I want to get angry sometimes. And I was like, Chance, anytime you want to come on our show for an interview, you can cuss. The proceeding is brought to you by the Land of Imagination, courtesy <laughs> of Mister Rogers. <laughs> oh no, we get a long chance. Um. So Saturday morning, went up to the place a little early and set up a table because we actually brought some stuff to sell to be honest though chance was talking about our episode that they were listening to on the way up to yeah Costco. absolutely so yeah and we were good people who'd already listened to his yes so which ours dropped a lot later but anyways uh, but uh johnny was nice enough to give us half a table so extreme was selling some of his stuff we were selling some of our stuff tom had a booth there which was awesome it's so nice having him there. Let me, yeah, let, let's stop right there. <clears throat> Thank you. I, I know Tom probably never listens to this, but maybe one or two people do listen to this that will talk to Tom. That was one of the best things about Chaos Cup. Mm-hmm. You want to make it feel like a, a major and a big event? You have that there. Yeah. And I'm talking about just for the little things. Oh, I'm running, uh, what, like you, I'm running Lizard Men. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. I'll get some stunned and prone markers. Which I hadn't thought of getting before. I spent a few bucks, got and them. And you got them right there. And I love them. I, I use them all the time now. I mean, all the little, you know, the little balls little that have bands. the rings and stuff on yeah. them. The, the skill markers. Best Teams. thing ever. Just having that outlet there. It made it feel not like a convention. But at the same time, it gave you something to go do and look at and want to buy things. Yeah. I wanted to buy more things than ever. <laughs> there were plenty of times by, that I walked away. I'm like, I don't need to buy anything. Just walk away. 
Well, I bu- I picked up my stuff that I I got for pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah. that pre-order for me and our, our guy in our league. Mm-hmm. And but just by looking at that stuff, it's like it. If I had the money, I would have bought a lot more stuff. And it uh, it makes you feel like the game is bigger. You know, it sure oh, does. There's a whole lot of stuff here that makes you know goes to the game, and then it's outside of the room, sort of. Right. But that uh, was really cool. I, the only thing maybe I would have liked to have seen, and this is nitpicking, yeah, is I know he has that uh, roller derby game. Yeah, I thought it'd been cool to have a demo copy out. That would have been cool. And realistically, and I, did, I did play uh, a prototype of that game. Remember down at Bugman's? Bowl? You did at Bugman's, but that was the prototype. But that was a lot of fun. I forgot about it. Right. Well, here's if, the di- if it was there and opened, I probably would have played it. And if it's as because it sort of reminds me of the NASCAR game mm-hmm. that we used to play that for WizKids. Right. And it's a lot of fun. Well, that's the thing is, is, is I have two little girls. Mm-hmm. And they act like they like Blood Bowl and stuff. But if they had a, like a female characters, like the roller derby game, yeah. they might really want to play that. Now, that still might be, they still might be too young for that. Probably. At I least mean, one of them. Yeah. At least one of them is. But I would have liked to have seen how the mechanics work yeah. and everything. Granted, I don't know if that would have been worth his time, but he, he seemed very busy. But at the same time, it would have been cool to see that out. That's yeah, and just something that you, Right, and something that could have been done after a game's over. You got half an hour to kill. Exactly. Yeah. And that's not a knock on him. It's just something that I kind of would have seen. It's just an area of improvement. That's all. Yeah. It's constructive. It, it's a suggestion. Yeah. But uh, I really appreciate him being there. Absolutely. And offering all the cool stuff. A lot of plastic teams. I mean, great mm-hmm. deals on the plastic teams. Uh, I wish I was the type of guy that could cobble miniatures together because he had this big bucket of just like miscellaneous kind of parts, miscellaneous parts of yeah. figures. And a lot of them had like whole bodies, mm-hmm. but maybe needed an arm or something or a head I, or whatever. And you might have those, right? Like I found a couple like minotaur heads that I wanted to just buy, but I was like, what do I need these for? It's yeah. Like, I could use them somehow, but I'm not, a guy I that, didn't go digging because I knew <laughs> if I did, I'd buy something. But, yeah, I wish I was the type of guy that could cobble things together and do yeah. all that stuff. But I'm just not that guy. But, anyways, thank you, Tom, for being there. Please, Johnny, get him there next year. And, Tom, you be there next year. Yeah, absolutely. So, And since uh, Johnny's so reluctant to do so, we'll give a shout-out to Extreme for not only putting his time and efforts into the painting competition. Oh, that's, yeah, I was going to talk about Which was very hands. awesome. Yeah. Which uh, they didn't mention in their podcast who won most of the painting competition. No, they didn't. Laughing Ferret Studios. He came with, I think, three awards. Three out of the four, I think. Right. He entered three categories. He won everything. He he paints amazingly well. Um, Let's talk about the painting contest just now. Okay. Let's just do the whole thing. Extreme was taking entries. Yeah. I brought extra stuff, but I knew none of my stuff would win. But I looked really good. You never know on these things. You know, you might have five people that Mm -hmm. participate. So I thought I'll bring some extra teams so people can beat me. (laughs) You know, in case he needs some filler. Uh, There was a a lot of guys who painted awesome. There was a lot of custom teams. Yeah. Uh, And even though my stuff was not near the part of them, I still liked having my stuff just being around them. You know. Yeah the the one the only team that. Uh, David from Laughing Ferret Studios didn't win, or the only only award award he didn't win was the best team, right? I think so. And that was a slam team, correct? Had a very awesome base right. or basing, and it right. looked awesome. I can't remember. 
I apologize to whoever won it or painted it. Can't remember your name, but we at least gave you a semi shout out. Yeah, I know. I should have wrote that down. Yeah, I was looking to see if I did. It was uh, it was Kickerus. Oh, that's what Kickerus. Yeah, kick your asses. Oh, is that how you pronounce his mm-hmm. name? Okay, yeah, yeah kick, he won. Kickerus. Alex, I think is his name as well. I think it might be. There's a lot of Alexes around. I think his last name starts with a H, but I'm not going to even okay. try to pronounce it. But yes, it was him. Okay, yeah, yeah, with the slant team. So, so congratulations to him. Um, here's my only. I don't know how you do paint team painted team contests and stuff because here's my issue. Uh, the best guy's always going to win, hands yeah. down, and yeah. he should. There's no doubt he should. Mm-hmm. But when you have like four categories and four awards. I don't know. Maybe I'm just so used to Blood Bowl sharing the wealth. You know, like you give best defense, you give this and that. Maybe in my mindset, I think you need to spread the wealth. But these guys are the best painters. Laughing Ferret was the best. Oh, absolutely. Painter by far. And I don't want to like. Yeah. But of course, I mean, that's what he does for a living. Oh, is that, is that yeah. his job for a living? Well, that's why he's Laughing Ferret Studios. He paints miniatures for okay. a living. And he's, because I got to talk to him a little bit. He does an amazing job. Yeah. And why wouldn't he win? You know that's part of the thing, so it almost you almost need a category of best theme or which team would you like the most or it's, something it's, that's it's not a hard paint thing to do. To, yeah, it really is because unfortunately this isn't like uh, what are they called Golden Demons right at Gen Con where you have thousands of people. I don't know if they're Golden team, Demons at Gen Con, but yeah, well, there's a well, Golden yeah, Demon sorry, Awards. Yeah. You're right. Um, it's not like one of those awards, unfortunately. There's only a limited number of people in the Blood Bowl community who are amazing painters. And even then, the the greatest ones will not get much better. I'm not saying they can't. I just, you know. Right. It's not the same. Like I said, maybe my my, um, vision from this is that we spread the wealth so much in Blood Bowl tournaments and Mm -hmm. stuff as a community. Maybe that's why I look at it wrong. I just now thought about that. Well, I, I... I think, again, it's just a matter of nothing wrong with it. It's just maybe instead of best painted for everything, a best theme could waylay part of that. I got you. You know, that's why you have best team, which is awesome. Maybe best display base or best, you know, implementation of a theme. Base single base miniature, best team based. Something like that. But generally, again, if... If he puts the time and effort into it, he's probably going to win. Yeah, most of the time the best painters are the same guys who can yeah. do the best bases and everything else. So. Exactly. Um, but that was very awesome. And Extreme brought his DeForty Miners Field. Yeah, that was a big awesome. house. That was very cool to see. I know I give you a lot of crap because of your giant, bulbous, big-headed, mutant, ugly dwarves. But I love your stadium and I actually like all your, like, I'm hardly ever going to say this, but... I really admire like all your work that you put into your team. So all the fluff and stuff, all all of it. I, I, the custom figures. Cause, oh yeah, you know, he had to custom make all those. I, it's a lot yeah, of work, and they do. They all great. had big heads on purpose because he yeah. was doing something different. Um, actually, I admire all that, and I thought it was really cool to see like my daughter's miniature in the stands, and then my orc that says "Miner suck" and your guy. <laughs> I was kind of sad to see my guy up there. I'm yeah, like, you needed like wow, that sucked. You need to work on your painting, but oh god, that sucked, Mister Sloppy. I'm gonna start calling you Sloppy so Second Studios, <laughs> Steve Cameron. Wow, that's not bad, <laughs> Sloppy Second Studio. I'll paint a team. And- if if you have like a team that you don't want painted too well, 
But you want it done fast and expensive? I'll do it Let for 20 know. bucks. Yeah. I'll throw some paint on. It might even be three colors. You need three colors? I can give you three colors. You need a team painted in a week? I can do that. Give me $20 <laughs> and three of your favorite colors. <laughs> One alternate just in case I don't have that color. Yep. Sloppy Second Studios. <laughs> I painted primer and two of your favorite colors. <laughs> I, I like this team painted white. Uh, blue and red. Okay. Blue and red it is. Sprit, splat. The white's underneath. <laughs> or the places I didn't cover. <laughs> Damn it, Christmas. I'm uh, so bad. Anyways, thank you, Extreme, for organizing all that. And thank you for bringing out the minor stuff. I thought that yeah. was really, really cool. And I think part of your problem is if you bring a table that you can't move from the bottom table, Nuffle's going to go, fine, you get to play at the bottom tables. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just saying. Wow. He was in the bag, but he was guarding the... Painting contest. Painting contest. See, as I'm saying, next year he put the painting stuff up front, with well, it's already too crowded, so you can't do that. But you have an excuse to put your t- t- your team up front. There you go. And then Nuffle's like, oh, you want to be on top table? Fine. We're going to make you top table. I agree. That's a great idea. I don't think it would work. It might. I would like to say also to the Blood Bowl guys that we threw out our stuff for our store... And we just put a bucket out, and it was kind of like that in that clerk's, you know, like they're just gonna, we're gonna trust them to leave the right amount of money. Yeah. And uh, from everything we can see, if somebody stole something, you didn't steal much. I didn't. I didn't check. I don't want people thinking I checked. Ultimately, I trust you guys. I don't care. Stuff was gone. Money was in the bucket. I'm happy. I'm just saying, the eye scan inventory shows that nothing. I'm was pretty stolen. sure that we had more money than we had stuff gone. <laughs> so I think some people might have just given us money for being awesome, which makes them even more awesome well, than us. We appreciate it, and we appreciate Johnny letting us do that because it helped out on gas money on the way back home. Yeah. So yeah, if we didn't do that, Scott might have been stuck in Chicago. <laughs> really? So enough BSing about the miscellaneous stuff around there i guess you want to go into matches so uh round one you want to go first sure all right go for it (laughs) so as you know i'm bringing lizards and i have not played a single pre-season match or not pre-season but practice match and i look at my matchup and i'm like okay i'm playing delavis 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 that sounds familiar and i sit down i'm like oh no and then Matt Vanderbeek sits across from me. I'm like, crap. With what? With what? What was he playing? Oh, just chaos. Oh, did you know he's the number one chaos coach in the world? I do know that. Did you know that before, though? No. Okay. I knew he was way up there on probably everything. Right. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> My first game, and I have to go up against Vanderbeek. Uh, he brought his team, Slaughterhouse, which, as I said, was chaos. Now, remember when I played Vampires down at Bugman's Bowl? Mm-hmm. I got second. I well, mean, you tied records, but you had more. Right. <laughs> My advice I got on running Vampires came right from Vanderby. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like the number one you know, vampire guy, too. And he's, he's a very nice guy. Uh, he's I got the team from. Um, he always there to help people out. I bought a team from him last year. I bought that human team. But I just expected to get killed. And? Luckily... Uh, Nuffle was with me, apparently, and not with him. By halftime, I'd KO'd four of his people. Uh, I think 
I'd injured uh, two of his beastmen and a warrior at half. So he's down on people. I'm down two skinks. Big deal. You know, I've got, I got three more to go. Uh, I ended up scoring with the Saurus. And I could have stalled, but I ended up just going in because mm-hmm. I wanted to get up on him. Uh, then I ended up Like in scoring. a manly way? Yeah. You wanted to get up on him in a manly way? Show your dominance? Sure. yeah. I and think it, I won that one two, two to nothing. Two to nothing. Okay. Might have been one nothing. I can't remember. <laughs> I was taking notes and I forgot to write down what the... The one. I did not expect to win. Okay, it was amazing. I was so happy. And then afterwards, and he had, you found out he was the number one coach. In the God, his team looked amazing too. He had the new Willy uh, Chaos miniatures. Uh huh. You know the real nice looking goats and stuff. And he had them painted, and they looked awesome. I bet. And I beat him. That's awesome. First game, he's the number one ranked ranked coach. And I'm like, maybe today's going to be pretty good, right? So how'd your first match go? Uh, I sat down against uh, a guy with the uh, Pro Elves, and uh, I can't remember his first name. I want to say it's Jeff, but uh, I know his online name is Mr. Clean, and um, <laughs> he was a really nice guy. He lived, I guess he's in the Chicago area, and we shook hands, and he goes, well, this is my first game playing Blood Bowl since last year's Chaos Cup. Wow. And... Um, not to be a jerk or anything, but we both know that Blood Bowl is a game you need to practice because you kind of forget some of the, oh, I should have placed a guy one more square over versus here. There's a lot of things you can forget. So, um, you know, there was a few times in the first half, like, I was like, oh, well, if you do that, if you are about to blitz me, you're, you're actually giving me two dice, you know, and stuff. So I helped him through right. all that. I mean, I, I wasn't, it's Chaos Cup, so I wasn't trying to help coach him to a victory against me. But at the same time, I, I let him know some things beforehand, yeah. you know, because I thought it was only fair. He was a really nice well, guy. Well, yeah. I mean, you want to win, but you want to win against someone's best game, not right. because of, and, oh, they forgot something or whatever. And uh, he had this, he made some, like, custom miniatures from some other game that he, like, took off the weapons and stuff. I can't remember the oh, game cool. he said, but they were cool-looking minis and stuff. And I thought the paint job was really cool and stuff, too. And so we had a, I won 2 nothing. Um, I got three casualties against him. That those started piling up on him. Yeah, you know, you know kind of like. But actually, for a while, he had two casualties against me to begin with, and I thought, here we go again, another tournament where I'm down guys. Yeah, and then slowly I started getting momentum, and uh, I ended up winning two nothing. Um, he was the, you know, he was such a nice guy in his first game of Chaos Cup, you know, since a year. It made me hate the game in some ways because you don't want to stall and be a jerk to people but it is chaos cup so it's a major and if the right move is to sit on the goal line a little bit yeah you should yeah yeah absolutely because it you know it could cost you some games but he he understood and we had a good time so i had a good time with him uh so that was game one um i forgot what his team's name was i got it right here though he was the sargrothan if i'm saying that right Fighting Elvish. It's so, not bad. Yeah. It's a good name. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. He had uh, you know, cool player names and everything. So, yeah, I like a coach that actually puts that effort into it. Yeah, it wasn't just the elf team. So it was pretty Or nice. uh, I got my second round matchup. Okay. And I got to play Nathan, one of the local coaches. He had Dark Elves. Yeah. And the team name was Tickle Monsters. All right. 
So here's Tickle where, monsters. Here's where I'm going to tell people that we met that I, I appreciate your fandom or like that you just enjoy the show enough to listen. We love all you guys. But at the same time, I'm going to start giving people crap for crappy names. Yeah, Sean Stevens actually sent us his roster to get both down approval. That's because I, I told him, I said, if I had a stamp, I'd give you a both down approval. So we might, at the next Chaos Cup, have a stamp, and you might get both down approved. Think of it as the smiley face that you can go home and show mom. Like, look, mom, I got a smiley face today. These ginger idiots liked my team name. Yeah, so I'm, like, really big on, like, in my brain... My team went to the Chaos Cup, the Gregor Shockers. Play, I'm playing Undead. Absolutely, if you, yeah. If I didn't say that already. And I like to think of them playing like real teams from the old, mm-hmm. you know, from the second edition books and the third edition books. So unless you have a lot of fluff for me, I don't know if Tickle Monsters really. Now, there could be a city named Tickle. It could be. But since he doesn't have any, uh, you know. Names for players, I don't know. Okay, see, then now he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've talked to Nathan before, too, though. Is, is his online name uh, Falcon? Um, NAF's Mad Robot. Mad Robot, okay. I might have talked, I don't know. Usually when I play a team and I don't have a lot of experience, I just start asking people. So, yeah. anyways. Um, oh, he was a super nice guy. Don't get me wrong. Dude, there's a lot of super nice guys. But we are going to give them a Oh, we're going to give you shit, it. yeah. And we're going to act like our fluff is the best, even though it's not. No, but mine we, was... We know that. Yeah. I, Steve's was weak, too. It was weak, but I, <laughs> it was thematically good. That was all I cared about. I got you. Um, so, Dark Elves, I'm playing, and he's got Tackle on one of his guys. Tackle just scares me when I have to worry about the skinks, you know. So I was trying to hurt the Tackle guy. Didn't really happen. Which is funny because you always tell me not to take tackle when I picking skills for tournaments. Well, and typically, if you're going up against a team that's worried about tackle, you're, you're going to beat them anyways. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a lizard man team, that's your only worry. Now he did have a witch elf that he gave block to, mm. and he only had the one, <laughs> and she was a bitch as <laughs> they would be. So I got her on the ground. I fouled her out. I casualtyed her. I got called out with a skink, but I didn't care. I don't have any skills on my skinks. So that was a, a major win. So after I did that, I thought, I have a pretty good chance. My Croxagore, I tried to put him, because he got the ball. The ball was at the very end of the side, like on the very far edge of the side. And the Croxagore was open in the middle. All he had to do was roll his bonehead, and then he could walk to the edge, put a tackle zone on the elf with the prehensile tail, so he'd dodge away twice, and then I could have got the skinks out there and blah, 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 blah. Eh, he screwed me. He didn't do it. Well, he he got the bonehead, but he failed to go for it. I like the fact that you wrote a bunch of notes into your phone, and yet you still can't like read them or. No, I can read them. I just I still try to remember what happened. I don't remember what happened. Most stuff. I have such a bad memory for games. So the result was. I don't want to talk about the result. I want to talk more about what I did. All right. So what was the result? I got boned by Nuffle, and I I I lost. What was the score? Two to one. Oh, was it only two to one? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I. There was a couple of chances. One of those, oh, not a one, and I tie it. Nope. Nope, not going to happen. So I lost two to one. Uh, 
I blame a dice tower. He had a dice tower. That's good. I blame that. In my, uh... So I went from beating the best coach to losing to Tickle Monsters. That's awesome. They make you laugh? Not at all. <laughs> and it sucked, because I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know this feeling, but, like, that, winning the one game, and like, oh, maybe this team is really good. Maybe I have a shot. Maybe. And then to lose my next game and be like, nope, no shot. <laughs> and it sucked. No, I know the I'm, feeling. I'm sure you have no idea what that feels like. Yeah, I do know. So what, what was your second game? Uh, second game I played uh, Hash Huts Heathens, which was a uh, a Chaos Dwarf team, which I was like, oh boy. Because uh, I like playing dark uh, Chaos Dwarves, and so I don't like to play against them. Right. So it was... It was a very cool team. Uh, I loved the models and stuff. I thought they were really... They were also converted from something else that I can't remember now. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't the standard Chaos Dwarf team that you see anywhere. So it, it was really awesome. It was a guy named Tyler. Uh, he goes by Tyrant online. Yeah. Um, he... Uh, I think he's Canadian because he... I talked about hanging out with uh, Tristan and them. Mm-hmm. Or at least at tournaments or something like that. But he said he was wearing a both down shirt the night before, and people were like, "Oh, you listen to the show?" And he's like, "No." And then he, he kind of laughed, and I was like, "Oh, so does that mean you really don't listen to the show?" He's like, "No, I just bought the shirt to support the podcast and stuff, and w- with some order with Tristan or something like that." So, anyways, thanks for uh, wearing a shirt, even yeah. though you've never listened to the show. Absolutely. Maybe so, he'll listen now and realize that it was a horrible decision to listen. <laughs> so uh, we played a game. It was back and forth. It was a, a very, very hard-fought game. Uh, but I started actually getting some injuries on him. I got a casualty, I think, on his one of his cast dwarfs fairly early. Yeah. And, of course, we know him Blood Bowl, how a man advantage is a big deal. Huge. Um, and then I got a couple more injuries. I got, like, three casualties on him that game. Jeez. And so I won one to nothing, long story short. Yeah. Uh, you know, gr- grinded it out and everything else. Uh, I had fun. I don't know if he did. Uh, <laughs> I even gave him the the both down dice because we were giving out dice after we played people yeah. and stuff. Anytime I played someone, I gave them a pair of dice and a You were giving out red cap. dice, and I yeah. was giving out the, the orange, orange dice, ones. and I gave him these. And I don't know if he cared or not, but. Some of the people cared. Some of the people didn't. Some people already had them. So. Yeah. So. Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Gregor Shockers are now two and zero. I was up on like table like four at this. Time. Yeah, you're at four. Yeah, so I was pretty happy. I was like, well, I got two wins, you know. Yeah, and I was very happy to be a Chaos Dwarf team because I think I've never beat them before in any tournament. Not hmm. that I have that many tournaments under my belt, right? But, and they're a tough team. So and uh, anyways, moving on. My round three was actually against Paul from Tulsa, who went to Alabama, and. Uh, he he's come to every tournament that we've had in in Norman, but I've never actually played against him before. Oh, I played him. He's really tough. He is tough. I've watched people play, and he's won tournaments. And- I've beat him, but I'd like to to be honest. It was uh, I got a good uh, got the sweltering heat, and yeah. he lost a lot of dwarves to it. So, well, he's playing Slon, the Hexwaddle Knot, and started the game, and we got a couple turns in, and he's like, "I've got twelve people on the field." I'm like, I guess there's one turn because, like, if you want, we can just go back. It does. No, I'll just I'll just I take this guy off. I believe by the end of the day, we called him the dirty Englishman, and now it's now <laughs> yeah. he's a cheater, huh? Uh, yes. He he also has problems counting. If you if you play against him, you got to make sure you keep him on his toes counting. Oh, really? Well, it's leaping. You know, you have problems when you leap. Mm. But just saying, 
caught him a couple of times. It wasn't on purpose, I'm sure, but, um, you know. He's a little older than us. So yeah. yeah. He received, but I actually was pounding him pretty good you know, with my lizards. Oh, I thought you were yeah. in the hotel. Yes, yes. I ended up having two casualties against him in the first half and scoring <laughs> on the turn eight. So, second half, I'm receiving the ball. I'm up one nothing, And I've got the man advantage. And I never used the reroll first half at all. Never. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, goes to kick. He gets perfect defense on the second half. I'm like, eh. But, really, he didn't change anything because the way my team is with the strength and he's lizard. I mean, he's slant. It didn't really matter much. Ended up getting the ball. I ran down the field. And I was like, I have the man advantage. I I was kind of worried about his guys jumping in and wrestling the ball away from me because that's what they do. They, they suck. Even if they get, you know, two dice uphill, they can pretty much get the ball away from you. He had two line frogs with wrestle and strip ball. And as long as they, he didn't get a skull, he was getting the ball out of my hands. Right. And I was like, well, that being the case, I'm just going to walk in. On turn two of the second half, I'm up two to nothing. Yeah. <sighs> so, pitch invasion happens, and it took out all of his catchers. Okay, cool. I'm happy with this. You know, but the ball goes out of bounds, and he puts it in one of his other frog's hands. And he's got Hail Mary pass on a catcher, and all catchers have diving catch, so it just sucks. <laughs> well, you told me they're all gone. They were down, yes. Oh, down, okay. They're not gone. If they were gone, it'd be no problem. Okay. But yeah, the freaking slam. So they hopped up, jumped over the lines, they go down the field, he throws the ball. They catch it. And he, he, he scores in like two or three turns. I couldn't do anything about it. it. sucked. So he's kicking off to me again. And it it works out perfectly, right? The ball goes out of bounds. I put it in my skink's hands. All I've got to do... He's got two turns left. I've got mine, and he's got two. All I've got to do is take the skink, move him to the end zone, hide him with two other skinks to where he can't get in. And right. Really... But before I did that, I was like, "I'm going to, I'm going to blitz with my my oh, block Saurus. I've got two strength, and uh, you mean I got four strength? Well, I've got two dice. Yeah, yeah, sorry. two dice." Yeah, so I got I got double skulls, and I, I went down, and he came up and put people on my skinks, like, marked them all. I'm like, crap. Okay, so I took the skink, moved him to the sideline, and knocked down his catcher that was right there by that skink, and I'm on the sideline. If he's going to hit me, he's going to push me out of bounds, and then... It would take a it would take a miracle for him to score. Fucking miracle happens because he pushes me out of bounds. I roll a five, so it goes the direction towards the end zone. I roll an eleven, it goes straight to the end zone and bounces one square forward. His stupid guy jumps up, jumps out of the surrounding area. Lands, goes for it, picks up the ball, goes for it, scores a touchdown, ties two to two. Nice. No. Nice for him. Nice for him, yes. But, man, I had the man advantage. 
I had everything worked out. It's just I got boned. What? It was frustrating as hell. I'll put it that way. I should have won. Trust me. Stupid slam. I'm sure Extreme would agree. <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, but that was that. Yeah. It was a great game, but it just frustrated me because I felt like I had the game in control up until two plays, and then it was like, where did my game go? Because I didn't care that he scored that first touchdown. I'm like, I'm up on him. There's no way he's going to get me. Nope, nope. He's, he does. He still did. Sometimes Blood Bowl happens. It's very true. Uh, so game three, I'm... Can you... What's this team's name? Musulon Martyrs? Musulon Martyrs. Anyways, I played uh, Brett Fennell. Uh, he goes by Nurgle's Champion online, or at least on the NAF. Uh, really nice guy. He had a... Uh, I guess he's a Saints fan, because he had a Saints jersey on, at least. And if... Um, if you notice, all his guys are kind of named after Saints players. He, his Blood Bowl team was painted like the Saints as well. Very yeah. nice paint job. Looked really awesome. Um, playing humans versus my undead, and uh, we we played our game. Uh, we played on the uh, slantish pitch and stuff like that. Um, I was actually really worried for a while because the game was just like back and forth, back and forth, and then. Um, then it, um, I got the ball the first half away from him, and then I, you know, I got a lucky break. I think he misrolled a, a go for it or something like that, and rerolled it, and still got a one. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I got a break. I capitalized on it. And the first half, uh, I was running out of time, and uh, I got really lucky that I was actually doing a three die block to him. Mm-hmm. And what I was trying to do is blitz him. And push my guy, push his guy into my guy, so my guy would actually get into the end zone because <laughs> there were so many guys around him. If that makes yeah. sense, um, I really had three dice on him, and I don't know why I rolled two, and I got double skulls. And then I was like, "I'm supposed to actually roll three dice." Yeah. And so he's like, "Go ahead and roll the other one." You know, frustrated. Okay. But, and I understand his oh, frustration, yeah. but he should count. No, it, it really wasn't his fault. I, I should have counted and double-checked. Yeah. You know, it was kind of one of those deals where I thought it probably didn't matter, and then I yeah. rolled double skulls and of it didn't course. matter. Yeah, sometimes and it does. And so then I, I rolled the one dice, and I got a, a push, and I pushed my guy in the end zone, one up, one nothing. And uh, uh, then the second half or something, it was basically I got the ball I scored again. I, I won two nothing long story short. Nice. It, it was actually a closer game than what it, the score looks like. It was a really tough game, at least I thought it was. Yeah. Um he he was a really nice guy and I, I once again I felt bad because he was like you know, I I don't really like to stall and that was when I had the ball I was like, "Well, I kind of broke it to him. I was like, "I'm sorry, it's Chaos Cup. I am going to stall." Mm-hmm. And and you have to. You know, I, I actually really respect the guys because, you, you know, in our league that we play in, we don't stall in our league. But at tournaments, I will stall. Yeah. Because I've just been burnt by it. And, you know, you have to do what you got to do to win. It's a different gameplay. Yeah, it's a totally different game yeah. style. So uh, I, I, let, I, I did warn him. Um, I, out of all the people I played, I really liked his team, though. I thought it was a very cool theme. I liked, I loved his player names. Or, you know, it reminded us, if you look at this, you know, like his player's name is, like, spelled a little bit different. It's Drew Brees. And, you know, 
Marquis de Coltison, mm-hmm. like, you know, and stuff. So it really reminded me, if you look at those, it reminds me of just something we'd see in our league. You can just go yeah, down definitely. the list, and it's, it's Saints players with names kind of altered just enough to be, fit into the old world, which is exactly what I love. It's definitely something that you would do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it really, like, it's like, very belt down approved. So, oh, yeah, boom, absolutely. stamp, you know, for him. Now, if we're going to get picky, he doesn't have a logo. He doesn't have a logo, but he didn't need one. He was just, they're like saints. They're martyrs. Saints, get it? Oh. Boom. Nice. All right. So, uh, yeah, I won 2 nothing on that. It was, uh, like I said, good game. Nice guy. Really appreciated it. So so that means you're 3-0. and So I am 3-0. and That's pretty awesome. I was actually, like, shocked. Here's, and I'm at perfect 500, I guess, because one win, one loss, one tie. Here's something different about this Chaos Cup, and I think it's because we took the trip a little bit different. Yeah. For some reason, this year I was a lot more relaxed. And in years past, I've always thought, like, you know, you win one game and go, okay, the worst I can go is one and five. Mm-hmm. Worst I can go is, you know, you win the second game. Worst I can go is two and four. Yeah. This year, I didn't think that way. I wasn't thinking ahead. I wasn't thinking like, okay. You weren't, you weren't I, thinking worst case scenario. You're thinking, well, I have a game to play. I wasn't even thinking best case scenario. I wasn't thinking like, okay, I won my first two games. Now, if I just go 50-50, I'm going to go four and two. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking that. I, I, I even caught myself a few times saying, okay, we're three plays in. Just worry about the next play. Yeah. Just worry about the next play. Just worry about, you know, and I was telling myself that, and I actually had a lot more fun. I think I just played better this year. I don't know why. Yeah. And more relaxful. I mean, it helps tons. So, um, round four. Last, boy, I was tired by this time, too. I actually was not. I wasn't tired. These games, I was having fun. They were tough, but they were fun. Well, it's, uh, it's Chaos Cup. I got to play Josh tough. or Aldis. Uh-huh. Uh, he was playing an undead team. Forget the team name. I don't have it in front of me. Hmm. But it's going pretty well. Pretty sure I received. And I'm taking the ball down the field. And I've got my skink out in front. And I've got it set up to basically where I can just score. All I have to do is uh, blitz a guy away from my skink and I can walk in. Shouldn't be hard. In fact, I should have, if I really wanted to, I can get three dice on him. Not that big of a deal. Being that confident, I saw one of his ghouls was on the sideline. And it's like, all I have to do is take a skink, dodge away, and put it behind that ghoul, blitz him, and actually not even blitz him, just hit him, and I could knock him out of bounds. Failed. I got a one, reroll, one on the, the dodge. So instead of getting a touchdown in like, play turn three or four or something like that. No, he, he knocks the ball away and gets it down midfield and just, it was a scrum, just all crap and went into the second half, no score. And I was mad at myself. I'm like, I should have just taken the easy score. Getting him out of bounds would have been nice if I casually him, but ultimately should have just taken the easy score. Right. So, he gets the ball. He's taking it down the field. And he's got his ball carrier at the one square away from the end zone. And he decides not to go in. 
and he figures that I can't get to him. And he's, he's sort of right. I can't. Not to hit him. Um, and he puts a guy a few squares in front of that guy just for, like, protection. And this is when he starts getting mad at me because I dodged away with my Croxagor and blitzed. So I got the roll. I think I rolled, like, a five or a six to mm-hmm. dodge away into open field. I hit the guy in my way, out of the way, and then I put the Croxagor right on his guy at the end zone. <laughs> so tackle zone and prehensile, prehensile tail. tail. Now I'm like, this is awesome. Now I have two skinks that I can put on either side of that guy to give more tackle zones. So no matter where he dodges, he's got more tackle zones to deal with. Mm-hmm. I'm doing awesome. And then I was like, why don't I just put a guy in front of him, and then it's another tackle zone. Wow, that's so brilliant. I dodged a skink into the square right in front of him in the end zone. I was like, ha-ha, look at that. And then it was his turn. And he goes, blitz. And he put tackle zones on the on the guys. And that's a blitz. He, he blitzed and went right right into the end zone. <laughs> yeah. That was mental mistake number one for the day. I gotcha. That was absolutely horrible. I was so happy about everything else, and <laughs> I was like, oh, I can, cannot believe I did that. Cannot believe I did that. But I did that. So he sets up. He's kicking off. And he's hurt the crap out of my team at this point. I have left a Croxagore, two Saurus, and two Skinks. That's it. So on the line, I have the Croxagor on the left of the middle, the two Sauri on the right of the middle, and I have a skink in the right wide zone on the line and a skink in the backfield. Mm-hmm. The ball bounces between the two skinks. So I go pick up the ball, hand off to the skink on the line, run all the way down, and I have him two away from the sideline. And... I'm like, okay, cool. He's going to get hit, but at least I have him down there as a chance. Mm -hmm. This is when I start really getting him mad at me by blitzing with one of my Saurus on the line. I hit the guy in front of me, and then I dodge away with the Saurus and put it along the side (sighs) of his guys to where he can't, you know, he has to dodge to break a free. Right. And then he's like, what What the hell are you dodging with Saurus? So then again, I dodged with the Croxagore and went for it twice and put him on two other guys that were there because he had three guys in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Now each of those guys has a guy in their way. Right. And he's like, what do you have, freaking elf lizards? What's going on? Did you say yes? Yeah, I, I did say yes. So he was able to, on the last play for him, dodge away, hit my skink, didn't knock him down, but pushed him to the side. He put another guy up next to him between his guy and the end zone. And I went down the sideline, dodge, 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 touchdown. Tied it one-to-one. Nice. While it was nice, it should have been a win to me because I shouldn't have screwed up in the beginning. And I shouldn't have done the stupid mistake there at the end. 
I got you. Both of which, you know, he still could have. So you're saying Josh is Josh sucks? No, he did fine. It's just I hate myself for the stupid mistakes. I got you. And those that was the first time I had one that I felt was really bad. So ultimately, it was a lot of fun. He was a great opponent. We had a blast. He gave me a beer afterwards because of the whole thing. But did he talk trash? No. Long time ago, I played him on fumble. Yeah. And he talked some trash. Like, he was gri- grouchy. Really? <laughs> I met him in person. He's a nice guy. Oh. No. Well, I actually played him on Sinai. Johnny used to give him a hard time, too. Oh. I, used- <laughs> I think it was just a long time ago. Oh, yeah. You know fumble won't make anybody cuss. Well, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, I played him on Sinai and got my revenge and destroyed his team. Back when he was Laser Wolf. Look, I am. Yeah. All right. You done? Yeah, that was it. All right. I was frustrated, but so at the end of the day, one win, one loss, two ties. Which is still not bad. No, it's not bad. Okay. Just uh, frustrating. Our buddy Michael Lewis, I think, was one in three for the day. He was going for Stunty. Yeah, he, he played Goblins. He played I think goblins. he was one in three. I think so. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the fourth round. Yeah, we weren't paying attention to the podcast challenge because we were sure that we were sucking it up. Pretty sure we were going to lose because... Uh, Even with Chance not Chan- really Chance winning. Chance said, I'm not going <laughs> to ever pick up the ball, and he won a game somehow. So he picked up the ball. He's a big, fat liar, Patty. I'm not sure he said that, but I'll go with it. He said he's never going to go for the ball. Okay. Big, fat liar, Patty. He won a game. Yes, he did. He's You're big, right. Big, fat liar, Patty. Thanks, Chance, for trying to steal. I have no idea. what that, Is that a thing? What, Big Fat Liar Patty? Yeah. It was to this lesbian girl in college that I went to school with. Really? Yeah. Why? We're supposed to know that? Yeah. You now know it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you said something, she'd go like, you're a Big Fat Liar Patty. Get it? No. I don't know really either. Okay. Maybe she meant Peppermint Patty since she was... Maybe. Place for the same so team. how'd your round four go? All right, my round four. Um, I moved up to the table. I'm on. Um, I'm on table uh, two now, I guess. Yep. And uh, so I'm moving up. I'm you know three and zero. I'm very happy. And I'm thinking now for the first time I thought, wow, I'm halfway through the tournament. How cool would it be to win it, keep winning? You know, like, this is the dream. You know, yeah, I mean, talks about the dream. You've got three in. That's all you need is three more. Right. But, of so, course, now you're going up against the now, best of the best. I know Johnny over on his podcast was acting, said something about me acting like big and bad and stuff. I, I never had a big head about being with my record. No. For, no, for, he, for the record, he mentioned you got frustrated, which you did. But I, yeah, happens. and I did get frustrated. Um, so I'm playing against David uh, Greenberg who is one of the Swedens, Swedish guys, and uh, he's had his suit. And, you know, and I already beat, you know, really I'm 4-0 at Chaos Cup because I beat Jonas. That's true. On, yeah. on Thursday night. Too bad it doesn't count. It doesn't count, unfortunately. So I'm playing David. Uh, it's Undead versus Undead. His team's a little bit different than mine. He has an extra re-roll where I had an extra bench player. Uh, he has some garden sidestep on a white, which is different. Um, he has one less ghoul than me. So our team's a little bit different. Um, Can I step in for a second? Sure. You mentioned something, and I want to throw this out there. If I took the same roster and I got rid of my bench player and gave me a second reroll, whole different tournament. Well, I that's what I learned. I learned that that bench player is nice, 
but the re-roll was much more important. I went in with one, uh, and I it will killed me. disagree with – we can say that for another for podcast. For me, for my team. I, it's a, well, anyways. Uh, so, anyways, I'm playing David. I know he's a good player because he plays with these other guys. He plays with Mago. And he's Swedish. And, you know, and they came to well, – traveled over here. So, I figure he's a good player at yeah. least. You're going to blow that much money. You're not us. I will say this. You're a good player. Most of the people at Chaos Cup, and whether they're from Europe or not, play a little bit different than me and you. A lot of people look at stuff and go, I only have a 33% <laughs> chance of making that. Yeah. And we go, I have 33% chance of making that. My Why la- not? Go my, for it. My last game against Dan is one of those things I'm like, I'm going to do something stupid, which meant I had to do like three dodges and then a hit somebody giving him two dice advantage and then his i'm gonna do something stupid is dodging away on the three right and i'm like you and i have very different ideas of what is stupid exactly yeah um as you could tell by my dodging lizards i still don't think i like i'm a bad player but i think there's sometimes i have that why not you know i can do yeah this. we do have that you know i don't look at it as just 40% chance of failure. I look at it as 60% chance of success. success. Yeah. Um, and so there's a different mentality in that. And there's many times that even David would said like, you know, he, he didn't have a reroll and yeah, he needed a, maybe a two or three to mm-hmm. do a dodge, like with a ghoul that had dodge. Yeah. Well, he didn't want to take that chance. Yeah. Even though he had that reroll automatically, which to us, I mean, and me and you are totally opposite. On yeah. That. I'm like, we'll I've got a chance. reroll and it's 50, 50. That means I should get it. <clears throat> Exactly. Which bones just sometimes. So, and I'm, I'm going to say a lot of stuff that might sound disrespectful, and it's not disrespectful at all. Uh, I played a, I thought, a very good game against David. Uh, I, once again, I didn't think ahead. I was actually surprised at how clear my mind was, even though I was, I was fatigued and tired, but I snacked and stuff. But, you know, it was like he got the ball, he got the kickoff, and I thought, oh, here we go. He's going to grind me for one, and then I'm going to have to grind him for one, and we're going to tie. Yeah. That's really what I thought. But as the play is gone, I was like, okay, he hasn't even got past midfield yet, and now there's only four plays you know, left that I have to stop him. Yeah. Uh, long story short, in the first half, I got the ball loose. Uh, we both had some missed pickups. The ball was at about midfield, I believe, on my side, and um, – I had a guy, a guy or two on the ball. I think two. I could be wrong on this. And then I had a ghoul that was uh, waiting to for handoff, maybe in the next turn, and then I, he can move seven spaces and score. Yeah. So I was going to take a chance and score. So I thought, you know, next turn, I thought I, <laughs> this is the thing where you know sometimes you got to try some things and. Instead of being super safe, David took the the approach of why not? You he know? realized it was his only chance, right? So therefore, the so odds I thought, don't matter. I thought on his last play, I thought he's going to hit a few guys, and he's going to put uh, he's going to mark up that ghoul. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to probably have to hand off in traffic, which is going to make it a little harder to score. And if I pick up the ball, and he's probably, gonna, he's probably going to put a guy on the ball, yeah. but not take a chance on picking up the ball. You know, because he didn't want to fumble or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. he could get to the ball, but he couldn't, like, get away from my guy with the ball. Yeah. Well, he just goes, well, I got to try it. You know, we're at Chaos Cup. And so he has, long story short, he has to, I think I think he made six or seven rolls. 
And on some of those roles, he had to get like a four or higher every one of them. Yeah. Except for the go forts. He went, he dodged through people, he picked up the ball with people around it, he threw the ball with people on him, he rolled a six, he rolled a six to catch it, and he had a, there was guys on his receiver, Yeah, uh, dodged through them, did the go for it. I mean, he made like every roll, like seven or eight rolls, got them all. And this was probably the defining game of his... <clears throat> Of both of your guys' day, uh, whole experience. Again. Right. I went from, and I don't, like I said, I don't mean this disrespectful. From my perspective, I felt way in control of the game. Yeah. And I was actually kind of shocked at how controlled I felt in that game. And I felt like I just got, it's one, anyways, he scored. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was controlling this, this whole half. Yeah. Except for one play. The ball's on my half of the field, and now it's one to nothing. So mm-hmm. I was really, I was pretty pissed. Yeah, uh, not at David. Uh, he did exactly what I would have done. I would have yeah. gone. For it's it just too. a matter of that many good rolls in a row. But in some ways, I was mad at myself because it's like I could have put that ghoul back on that ball instead of trying to score a touchdown. But I guess if you roll sixes, you can't yeah. do nothing about it. So. Yeah, you love Blood Bowl because one or six is ultimate fail. Absolutely, yeah. But at the same time, you hate it. So anyways, he pulled off this bullshit. (laughs) And even he knew it was bullshit, and he was happy, and I was mad, and we're, you know. But it's still, so far, a great game. He kicks off to me. Uh, We grind it out, grind it out. He gets the ball loose. I don't know if he gets the ball loose or if I hand off and kind of take a chance. And I miscounted on... On one play where I, I had a ghoul, and I could have gone for it to score a touchdown. Yeah. But I thought the best he can do is he can get a tackle zone on me, which I can dodge into the end zone. With dodge skill, I'll be fine. I miscalculated, which was a big mistake. And uh, he tackled me. Uh, it was getting late. There was like 10 minutes left. And then uh, his guy had the ball. I managed to surround his guy pretty much with the ball mm-hmm. where I got three dice. And I, I went up with my tackle guy. And this is when I made my mental mistake. You said you had kind of yeah. a big mental mistake. I was so concerned because time was getting short. In my brain, it was, I have to win now. Yeah. So I blitzed the guy with wrestle. Because in my brain, I was making the right decision because Russell would get him down. And that's all I really wanted to do. But at the same time, I was thinking I have to knock him down so I could pick up the ball with the same ghoul and oh. score the touchdown right then. Yeah. Which made no sense because if I push him back from a pow, yeah. he would be actually in the end zone. And there would have been a chance that the ball could have shot out of the back of the end zone. So really, I wanted the wrestle, mm-hmm. both down wrestle. So I rolled three dice. Skull, skull, both down. And instantly, just instinctively, I go, I'm going to re-roll it. Wow. And he looks at me like, did Are you, you just ask for a turd sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'd like a turd sandwich, David. Of course. Okay, I'll feed you <laughs> one. And he's like, okay. And I picked up the dice. And even still realizing that maybe I shouldn't do this, I thought, it's now or never. Yeah. And I rolled three pushes. So uh. I pushed him to the back of the end zone. 
he realized he couldn't really like blitz people out of the way or anything. So he just took a chance dodging a bunch. He did that. He threw a pass and uh, a play later, he scores a touchdown. So I, I ended up losing Uh, two nothing. Yeah. And I feel like I was in control, you know, all but two plays. Well, not two plays, but like 12 out of the 16 plays, you know, we finished the game. The game looked like a blowout. But it really wasn't. It was like a super close game. And later, um, my round five opponent was Mago, and he was telling me that David said that that was the most stressful, toughest game ever. Yeah. Um, you know, I couldn't stand in my seat. I was walking around. I think David was might have been a little scared because. Well, I'm sure he was. I'm a big fat guy, and I was mad at the game and at scenarios. But I was like, I wasn't mad at him. I really wasn't. Well, I, no, and but, I had a great game. But yeah, the way you say it, I mean. His first touchdown was kind of a fluke, mm-hmm. and then the second touchdown was a mental mistake. So of course he was he was very excited to I get think, away with the but win. But I think realistically, he thought maybe I was like so mad I was going to flip the table or something like Muscle Man from uh, you know That'd the regular cool. show. Yeah. But I really I was frustrated, but not at him. It was a great game. I was still proud of myself <laughs> that I did everything I did because uh, I thought he was a really good opponent, and we find out later that he's a really good opponent. Yeah. Uh, so that was the end of round four, my first loss. And you, like you said, the first loss is always the hardest to Absolutely. Take. <laughs> I thought so until my fifth round. Played a nice guy. Guy's name's Charles. His team, Wood Elves, called Did You Just? Dot, dot, dot. Did You Just? Dot, dot, dot. So let me ask. That's his name. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So let's say the Dallas Cowboys... Let's so, play in the NFL. So We're going to come. Cowboys versus Did You Just. Did You Just. The Oklahoma, not even the nope. Oklahoma City, just, just the Did You did, Just. I didn't ask. Not both down approved. Didn't ask, didn't care. I was scared of this team. He's got war dancers. One of them has strip ball. One of them has tackle. Oh, I know who you played. That guy's really nice. Even oh, he was a nice fun, guy. I'm making fun of your team name, but get better. And he had a couple of. Get better. He had a couple of. Uh, Models that his daughters had painted. Oh, that's awesome. six. It was really cool. That's so, funny. I was thinking about that tonight. I was thinking about getting the plastic Amazon team yeah. from Tom and having both my daughters paint them. That'd be cool. Like have my youngest one paint the yeah. blitzers so it's really sloppy and the other one paint some. So I had reason to be afraid of the war dancer. In two turns, he'd casually two of my skinks. Nice. Immediately. And I'm like, shit. I knew this was going to be bad. Um the ball bounced to, because one of my skinks had the ball. He knocked it away. It bounced to the war dancer and caught it. And I had ended up casualtying like four of his guys. Like turn after turn goes by and I'm casually, casually, casually. Something happens. He knocks down my big guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, the end of the half ended with me failing a pass to a skink for a touchdown. No big deal. Uh, I'm very happy with the way this game's going. He's still got the one witch, you know, war dancer with tackle, but he's only got five guys for the second half. That's it. And I've got almost my whole team. He gets perfect defense. He moves his guys around on the second half kickoff. I'm receiving. Immediately, the ball goes out of bounds. And I give it to one of my sources. And I immediately, casually, another one of his guys. 
So he's got three, he's got four guys on the field. That's it. And I go down the field and I've got the Saurus and I'm like, okay, cool. I've got this in hand and I'm hurting him and I'm hurting him and I'm, I'm grinding it out. I've got my whole team. I've got him down to from four people down to three people down uh-huh. to two people down to one person. And I'm wanting to foul this guy in the last turn just to like clear the pitch. But I do the smart thing and walk in on my last turn. Last play of the game. Bam. one nothing win. Ha- fill out the sheet. Hand it to him. And he goes, um, it was one-to-one. <laughs> I was like, what? It was one-to-one. I go, no, no, you never scored. No. It was one-nothing. No, I scored. Remember, I blitzed your Saurus. I blitzed your uh, Croxagore and walked in. No. I'm just sitting there. I swear to God, to this day, I don't remember him scoring. (laughs) I was so caught up in hurting his people. I wanted to hurt the tackle guy. I wanted to clear the field. I wanted to hurt him so bad. That's all I could think about. The only... And this is no disrespect to him whatsoever. I had the feeling he was lying to me, and I was pissed. And I'm like, I don't have any way to prove it. I remember him knocking down my Croxagore. God damn it, I can't remember. And then I remembered he had kick on one of his guys. And he used kick twice. (laughs) And at that moment, I'm like, I'm a dumbass. He scored. I don't remember it. Even now, I do not remember him scoring <laughs> at all. We are going to hire you a little sidekick God. to follow you around and remind you of things. You know what? I, but this is a good example at, like, if this was an eight-man tournament, you might kind of go, well, I guess you're going to just walk it in and then dominate me in the next four turns. But at Chaos Cup, if that guy wants to keep pounding you, you don't say a word. Yep. You let the clock run out, and you take your time and go home. Yeah. He's like, I mean, I, from his standpoint, yeah, I'm... He had to be going, what the hell is this idiot doing? <laughs> he's just playing for a tie. And at the end, he's like, I thought you just wanted to clear the pitch or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's no bonus points for that. I... But. I know I say I should have won the other games. I feel like I should have won them. There's no fucking doubt I should have won this game. <laughs> well, Th- I could have won this game three to one. Yeah, but you know how elves do work. I don't care. Second half, he had four elves. Yeah. All I had to do was walk in on turn two, kick off to him. He's got three guys on the line. Right. Well, buddy. It. You know what you need? A it was, dice tower with a score thing on there so you can like put the score up and see it all the time. There's a lot of truth to that. And you're right. He he did even have his marker on score one. But I was thinking that was him doing that for Fan Factor because he had the Fan Factor. And there was many games where I'd walk over and see your score and I would go, so it's 0-0 zero, zero, and you would tell me the score, which you did not indicate with, on the field. Yeah. I'm saying I always you remember. never, you weren't marking is what I'm saying. Maybe you should mark the scores. I, I'm <laughs> so anal about marking stuff on sheets. I know. And even before we got our score sheets, he'd had two casualties against me. I marked it on the sheet that of his <laughs> roster. Two casualties for him, one for me, 
all before we got our sheets from Johnny. I got gotcha. you. But no, the touchdown, I don't bother to write down. That's awesome, dude. That was the most frustrating game I've ever had. <laughs> and it, it was all my fault. Yep. And I feel bad because I probably made him feel bad by giving off that vibe of you fucking with me. Yeah. That you guy, know. That guy was... I, I didn't actually meet him, like, personally, but I, I was around plenty of times. That guy was a really nice guy. He so. was nice. And I'm sure... He probably didn't take anything from it. He had to know. He played Red Dragon in with us. He was a really nice guy. Even but thinking about it now, I'm... Yeah, well, you got to be mad. That was stupid uh, of you. You're so, an idiot. So bad. You're an idiot. Shame on you. It, bad really, ginger. Yeah. Now, the positive of this... Is you got a tie. Uh, the more positive than that. Yeah, if, if it were a loss, I'd be pissed more. But I got to play Dan six rounds, so that was cool. Okay, well, can well, I'll, I'll about... get to there. Yeah, okay. go ahead. Your turn. All right. Uh, game five. So, new day. Uh, you know, I, as soon as I went three and zero, oh, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, you know, it was a new day. I wasn't feeling great. Had a headache. Didn't eat much. I'm not gonna put any of that. I know next time, next year, I'm going to. Because we talked to David. He says, get your mind ready before the tournament by playing a game or something to clear it, get it active. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make sure I have a good breakfast, good night's sleep. If I don't feel well, I'm going to just get up early, do whatever I need to do. Smoke some cigarettes. Do some blow, whatever. Right. I'm going to get rid of the headache, get rid of the fatigue or anything. Hair the dog, get yeah. drunk again. I, I don't you. know. Whatever it takes. All right, so round five. Oh, I hate that. <clears throat> um, I'm thinking like... You know, like at least I got this, the Swedish guys out of the way. I don't, have to, you know, I actually thought I might get a, have to play against uh, Jonas. Yeah, and I was thinking, great, <laughs> I, I beat him Thursday. I'm going to have to play him now. And what happens if I lose? I'm going to be mad. But I get to play Mago, and uh, he has a Dark Elf team, which is also non-traditional Dark Elf miniatures. They're converts or whatever, and very nice looking team. Uh, he. Chose to take uh, Dark Elf Blitzers all with Dodge, so they're all a big pain in the butts. Yeah. One of them had Sure Hands, one of them had Guard, and then he took a Witch Elf with Block. So he had five guys with Block Dodge, which was a real pain in the butt. And at this point is when I'm thinking, why didn't I take Tackle instead of Frenzy? But I rolled the dice, and I took Frenzy on the white instead of Tackle. But Frenzy actually came in... I will say, I asked both Dark Elf opponents and Core, who took Dark Elves to Spike, what, no assassin? And 201, they all laughed in my face. Yeah, because it's wrong. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah, well, they win games. They don't play for fun. (laughs) Very true. Uh, And they know when people score on them. So, uh, Mago's team was the Malador Manticores, which I thought actually was a really cool name. And very both down approved. He had cool names for his players. Um, Mago himself is both down approved. Yes. So. Uh, he had his, his nice gray suit on. Um, he actually seemed excited to play. Probably because he knew he could beat me. Was it gray? Gray suit, yeah. he was, was di- tweed. Like or a brownish. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It was gray. I thought it was gray. I don't remember. So, up to this point, I haven't had one of these games where I start getting injured right off the bat. Yeah. And being down like... Well, I did in game one, but I recovered, Mm -hmm. you know. Well, that changed here. (laughs) So going into, so far, I have nine casualties in my favor, 
versus seven. Yeah. This is a reason why I carry a bench player because it doesn't matter if I have armor 10 guys, I need that bench player. Well, the next two games aren't so good. I get out casualtyed one in my favor to eight over the next two games. Um, So game five, I'm playing Mago, and his team's tough. He's a good player, really good at placing his guys. Uh, He goes up one nothing. I still think I'm playing pretty well, even though I'm a, a guy down. Yeah. He kicks off. I'm thinking like it, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just two plays, and then. If I can score, I have three plays to score. If I can score, then I get the ball back the second half, and then I can really grind it out yeah. and win two to one. Worst case scenario, one to one. Right? I still know that I could get a tie. Yeah. I still feel really confident, even down a man, because I have the bench player. So I set up, and Fnuffle says blitz, and Mago at first decides maybe he's not gonna put a guy in the back he's gonna play it safe but then he says well I might as well go for it. it could be a game breaker if i if it all works out <laughs> sure enough he catches this kickoff and i put some guys on there and i i try to tackle him with my frenzy guy and i missed the first one push push Second one, push, push, re-roll it, push, push. Jeez. I mean, not they weren't all pushes, but this guy had yeah. uh, dodge, oh, so yeah, yeah. I couldn't get him down. And um, then uh, I, I misplaced one guy. I gave him a chance to push his guy a little bit free by you know running up and blitzing. Uh, so that that was kind of an error, but. You know, he dodged away a couple of easy dodges for elves, at least, even through traffic. And he goes up two to nothing at half. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, I'm really frustrated because it's going to be hard for me to come back and tie two to two. Uh, but I, I give it a try. I um, fight my way up. He he stays away from me constantly, which you can do with elves if you're rolling non-ones, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, when he does roll an occasional one, because he only had one re-roll, when he did roll the occasional one, he had dodge to back him up. And he did a really good job. He placed his guys in a real inconvenient way. I, I finally score, and then he holds onto the ball. I lose two to one. Yeah. He ends up out casualing me, though. I, I get one in my favor and four against me. Jeez. So he beat the crap out of my undead team. Wow. So now suddenly I'm three and two. Yeah. Uh, still a fun game. I think at least I gave him a fun game. I think he knows that the, I mean, the blitz was game breaking. Yeah. And if it was vice versa, it wouldn't have been game breaking. But when you can dodge through tackle zones to get to the ball to catch, it's game breaking. Yeah, definitely. So anyways, uh, so fun opponent. Love to play again. Anyways. All right. So game six, game six. The only good thing coming out of my tying was I didn't move tables. I stayed in the exact same spot, but all my last opponents were all next to me. And we were all laughing about that because, like, well, this is where people go when they tie. You can't win. You can't lose. You don't go up. You don't go down. Did the one guy playing elves say, yeah, or if you're stupid enough not to run the ball in? No, he is very nice. (laughs) I was talking – so my sixth round was against Dan Roberts, who – we message on Twitter all the time, so it was very nice to meet him. He had the Gorgoth Black Daggers. They are a 
Chaos Dwarf team right. that he'd converted some of the Hobgoblins on and stuff. Beautiful looking team. It just looks great. Um, but I was telling him about... No, so previously in one of my other games, I was dodging here and dodging there with my Sauruses. And Josh from the other table was like, shut up. Stop <laughs> rubbing it in. I'm like, it's still a tie. So I scored on turn two, which was nice. He had my skink surrounded. And for whatever reason, this was my game of chain pushes. And he, at one point, thought I was like, he's like, are you a master chain pusher? No, I'm not. I just happen to do it a lot in this game. <laughs> so he had my guy surrounded. I dodged a guy in, moved a guy around, did a blitz, knocked my guy out of the little cage they had, dodged away, scored a touchdown. He gets the ball, and Nuffle really was not loving me. I This is the round we got to put mutations on people. I put horns on two guys. Just two of my skinks, just for fun. I got so many double skulls this game. It was insane how many I got. Even Dan was making comments of like, I can't believe it. And, you know, just, it was bad. So he got a touchdown by a bull centaur. And then I had an epic chain push of that involved probably 12 guys that I had to put around his guy, dodging people in, maneuvering. I hit him, push into another guy, push into another guy, push my skink. Because this was the last turn of the half, and I'd miscalculated the number of spaces. So I couldn't score with my skink who had the ball. So I was able to do epic chain push, get that one extra square I needed. I went, got the dodge into tackle zones, go to dodge into an open tackle zone... And his guy had tackle, as they do on, you know, Chaos Dwarves. Right. And I got a two, so I fell down. Nice. Damn it. So second half, we're grinding things out. He, like, this is where all those double skulls come in. It's just frustrating. I couldn't do anything this half. He couldn't really do much. So it just ended up being a scrum. All my skinks are gone at this point. Uh, most of his players are in knocked out or just not anywhere near. So it comes down to the last play. And I only have one option. So I do it. I dodge away with the Croxagore. Yeah, I saw this. I picked up the ball with the Croxagore. <laughs> I went for it and got it. And then I go for it for the touchdown. And the victory. For the win. Rolled a one. At this point, it was like one of the last games around, and everybody was keeping was watching right. because of these flying lizards, and everybody's just like, "Oh!" oh. And then you go, "Pro, like, I have pro," and pro had served me gloriously that whole day. I, I will never take anything but pro on a big guy. You can talk block all you want. Pro is so much better. Pro was amazing the whole day. Michael Lewis said Pro on his trolls saved him so many rerolls. It made it to where my big guy was usable for almost anything. Except for rerolling the one <laughs> for the touchdown. Nice. 
And it was just like, oh. Yeah, everybody was like, Everybody wanted him to win. But no, he just like, oh, touchdown, fall down, go He fell on his tail. So another tie. So one win. One win against the best coach in America. One loss against probably a good coach, I guess. You know, he ended up pretty high. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then four ties, all of which I feel I should win. So Steve thinks he should have went so, five and one. Right. No, I wouldn't have played those other guys, though. I realize that. That's the problem. So Steve thinks he's better than all you guys. No. Well, I do. But you're going to have to, like, clear your mind. You're going to have to jerk off more before each game. That could help. Yeah. So if I do it in front of the opponent to like get that mental advantage. <laughs> uh, okay. See, we just took just the look podcast. him in the eyes. Like you're I'm listening do this far in. I guess you're probably ready for it. So, uh, my game six, uh, I get to play. His name's Alex, and he goes by Stymie. Yeah. S T I M M E. Um, if I'm pronouncing that right, it might be pronounced different in French Canadian or whatever. There was so many Alexes there. There was. It was amazing. And English is not his native language, right? This is the Alex you were playing. I think he's from with. Mars. He's not from Mars. He might be. Okay. No, he he sent me a lizard that I was supposed to bring, and I forgot. Yeah, I know. So we mentioned him on a previous podcast, too. Right, okay. He's a real nice guy. Yeah. Um, he's a little off, but he's a really nice guy. Well, I, I don't know if he's off. He's just a... <laughs> he's a... Let me tell you, when I play Blood Bowl and I get frustrated, you could put a pair of boobs in my face... They were really nice, and I'd probably still gripe at you. Yeah. Because that's how, you know, I felt. And up to this point, I thought every game I gave it my all, and even though some scores were 2 nothing, I know deep down they were, like, closer games. And I'm about to tell you a story, and I don't mean any disrespect to Alex either because I know he loves our show, and he's a nice guy. Alex is a great guy, and he probably <laughs> he actually, didn't mean anything by it. He also gave me a T-shirt, and uh, I'll, I'll tell the story because today I tweeted out a I found a Taco Bell packet into my <laughs> my dice bag. Did you happen to do that? Wasn't me, no. Okay, so somebody. Did you know who it was? I did not know it. No. Okay. So I said I, I was looking through my Chaos Cup swag, and there was a Taco Bell packet. And if you're from America and eat a lot of Taco Bell, they have little sayings on there. And the one that I found in my dice bag said, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> most people wouldn't get that joke, but now you're going to. Uh, I was playing Alex. He had his Norse team. And um, I didn't realize what kind of coach I was playing until I was kind of researching it today. Alex is actually ranked like, if you take North America, Canada, and the U.S., Yeah, he's like the third best coach with Norse. He has a ranking of over 200. With wow. Him. So... Um, I, you know, I just wanted to have a good game. I didn't want to have that game where it felt like I got beat up so much that you can't do nothing but right. try to just get through your turns and get it over with. Or get six Because I haven't spells. had a game like that. I haven't had the last few tournaments. I felt like I've always had a game or three games like that. Yeah. So the Chaos Cup, I never felt like I really had that yet. So that ended this game. Um, playing Alex, uh, nice guy. And everything he we kept, you know, he shook hands. He thought it was cool that we. I suggested that we share dice. 
and he had the dice cup and everything and he thought that that was neat i guess a lot of people don't like to share dice or maybe the people he didn't play so he thought that was a cool thing and i know that he's a fan so he thought it was a nice bonding thing and it was but as blood bowl goes sometimes you get injured (laughs) a lot and it becomes unfun and after six games and after five games you think you play well to get your butt totally trounced hurts and then to add insult to injury so first play matter of fact i didn't even know what chaos mutations to take uh, i know he has an ice troll and he has uh like the where the wolf runner wolf runner guys and yeah. i'm thinking i'm gonna take a chance i'm gonna take one zombie with claw or the skeleton with claws and i'm I was planning on taking a chance and just blitzing him and see if I can knock him down yeah. and maybe hurting him. It's probably stupid. Uh, I don't know why I didn't even think of horns. But, and then I took prehensile because tail you, with Because you really shouldn't be blitzing with him. Yeah, I guess so. That's the main thing, yeah. Uh, I took prehensile tail, and Alex actually waited till I picked <sighs> my mutations. I forgot horns, yeah. You know, he waited until I picked my mutations, and then he picked the same thing. So I don't know if he was doing that like a, a metagame thing yeah. or just doing like a, like a cool, I'm getting to play a podcast guy, so I'm going to copy his thing. So we start off the game. Immediately, he casualties one of my guys. And it's my, I believe it's my white with frenzy. So I'm like, great. And then it's not too long, he casualties my ghoul with sure hands. I mean, like. Jeez. I'm like two plays in, and I'm two guys down. And yeah. I'm like, oh, great, it's going to be one of these games. So I try to hold on, and long story short is I just get rolled. Yeah. And I end up getting – he gets four casualties against me, and he was trying to be humorous. But like I said, when I'm getting beaten Blood Bowl and there's like not a lot I can do about it, we're sharing dice, so I can't even blame the dice or anything else, I don't feel like I'm doing bad things. It's just a bad dice game, right? Yeah. You know? It when just gets really break, frustrating. You know, when somebody starts rolling you, they really roll you in Blood Bowl. He thought I think it would be funny <laughs> and humorous. I think he was trying to lighten the mood. Right. He knew I was grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> so he tried to lighten the mood by handing these Taco Bell packets over to me. And they were like, like at one point I was like, oh, this is probably not a smart move. And then he goes, hold on. And he threw this Taco Bell packet at me that said, you know, like, think wisely <laughs> on your decision. And I went ahead and did it, and then I made it, and he's like, threw another packet and said, oh, you've chosen wisely. <laughs> and while he was trying to lift my spirits like a nice fan of both them, he wasn't really angering me, but he wasn't lifting my spirits either. He was pissing you right off. You can say it. Well. It was, it was just the whole situation. It wasn't, like, directed at him. Right. It was just like. I'm getting my butt kicked, and now he's throwing sauce packs at me. <laughs> and I know he's trying to help, but he's making matters worse. And even if he had two big jugs and he showed them to me, mm-hmm. saying, I'm Chaz's mom, I would still not be impressed because I was getting my butt kicked. Yes. So he kept throwing Taco Bell packs. And finally, my luck got so bad, he eventually goes, I'm sorry, I don't have anything else to give you that's encouraging. And I'm like, thank God, because I'm getting tired of him. Just kick my butt. And he beat beat the crap out of me. And I tried stuff. I was down to like six guys because I had so many guys KO'd and injured. Yeah. And I I forgot the score was even 3 nothing. I it was three nothing. I got Jeez. beat three nothing. I thought it was two nothing, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he scored twice there." And <laughs> what was funny is, is like, 
I know when me and you roll somebody pretty hard, we kind of like feel a little bad to them. And mm-hmm. like, we might mark like if they sprint out, they have six guys and they sprint out like a skeleton. We might just put one guy on there yeah. and think, Oh, big deal. If he catches it, mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex was playing like a good player who has a 200 <laughs> ranking because I don't have to, I have one fifty twos. Yes. He was making sure I wasn't going to score on him. He'd go cover that guy very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he played, he played the whole game to the end. Like, and I tried, but you can't do much with six players. No. I mean, what am I going to do? Cage up and let him keep crap, kicking the crap out of me. Yeah. I was... So he, he destroyed me Jeez. and I'm sorry, Alex, I couldn't give you a better game. I was really, a, <laughs> I've never, it's been a long time since I've had a tournament where I felt like I've gave somebody a game every game. And I'm I'm actually very proud to say at Chaos Cup this year, for a guy that went 3-0, and then to go 0-3, overall I was very, very happy with my success. And when it came down to standings, I got beat by David, who won the whole Chaos Cup. Yeah. And I still feel like I could have tied him. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it felt really or good. One, I really, I felt it felt really awesome. Him telling me, like, you know, or you know, Mago telling me that you know, David said that that game was so stressful yeah. for him and everything. You gave him such a great game. That was like an honor. And then, so I got beat by him. Mago finished third in the overall standings. I know how you know, top table. Katie got knocked yeah, yeah. down, but so he finished fourth overall. If you want to look at it that way, um, and then I got beat by the guy who finished ninth. Yeah. I mean, Alex finished ninth. And, and he's, he's one of the best with yeah. the Norse. And he's one of the best with Norse. So really, you know, maybe I beat the people I should have or, you know, whatever. I It doesn't matter. I got beat by good coaches, yeah. even though I didn't give Alex a good game. I'm, I'm disappointed at that, but when you get that many injuries, there's not a lot you can do about it. So I'm actually satisfied, even though I lost three games in a row, and I've never been satisfied losing three games in a row. It's very true. And... <laughs> Even with my record, one win, one loss, and four ties, I only lost one game. That's not bad. Yeah. And I really, I know it's dumb. I, I know I could have won that one easily, and the others, I at least was very, very close to winning. So I didn't feel bad, too bad about them. So overall, I, I, was, I was disappointed, but accepting of my performance. And I know if I had a second re-roll and no bench guy would have been a completely different game because having the one re-roll just killed me. Right. I mean, no doubt I would have loved a top 10 finish. Oh, yeah. And I realize that's maybe one game away from that. But I just, too hard fuck, you know, Mago's on the Swedish national team. Yeah. And David won it all. And like I said, Alex is really good with Norris. And I didn't, you know, no bad losses. No bad losses. And, you know, I know he was trying to cheer me up, and it was pissing me off. And I did beat Vanderbeek. So, so who who put that Taco Bell package in my bag? I have no idea. I wonder if he did it, snuck it in. I wonder did, who did Did that. you do it, possibly? No, I didn't keep the, that one. I, didn't, I don't remember him throwing a green one at me that said, uh, the one in my bag said, would you marry me? So, uh, maybe. G-Dub? G Dub, yeah. yeah, I think you know who did it. I think you, did, you and Michael did it. Dude, I don't even know what your swag bag would have been. Yeah, sure. It was the both down cool bag. Oh, All your right. dice bag? Yeah, my dice oh. bag. In my dice bag, oh, is where okay. my swag was, and that's where that Taco Bell packet was. It no said, clue. Would you marry me? That I found a week later. I would fess up if it was me. I had no clue. Right. Well, you guys are jerks. It's probably Johnny P. 
It could have been. Because Alex got those from Johnny. Oh. Yeah, he saw yeah. he saw Johnny and them feasting on Taco Bell, and he's like, can I have these? Because I want to <laughs> I want to kick piss Scott's off Scott. ass and, <laughs> and make him mad. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that wraps up the Chaos Cup proper, so we'll go ahead and take a break real quick, and then we'll come back with everything afterwards. I'm Bertha Big Fist. Have you ever been on the field of battle and found that your enemy's gore makes your mascara run? Have you ever found that blood smears make your lip gloss less shiny? Try Scary K. Scary K makes battle glamorous again with moisturizers made in the eye of chaos. Guaranteed to strike fear into your enemies and warmth into your fans' loins. Scary K is strong enough for a troll, but made for an Amazon. with the aftermath of Chaos Cup. That's right. Let's going to just start about to talk about the most prestigious award at Chaos Cup this year. The podcast challenge? The podcast challenge? <laughs> oh, if we must. Well, we need to talk about it on this episode and the next 12 to 15 episodes right, until, until next Chaos next Cup. Next Chaos Cup. We Go won, up. obviously. Otherwise, we wouldn't be bragging. That's right. We we dominated. No, <clears throat> we barely won. Last year, they barely won too. It was like a, a game. Yeah, but we at least sort of tried. This year, Chance didn't even try. No, he did try. Okay, fine. He proved that by picking up the ball when he said he wouldn't, and he won a game. So hmm. therefore, true. He was like, he's not really lying, but he was like trying to catch us off guard. Okay. And, so there you go. So what was the final points? Do you remember? I think we won by 30 points. That's I, I, I really don't remember. It was like 30 or 60. It wasn't much. That's right. And but, you know what was funny? Hmm. Is uh, if you were in attendance, you re- realize that uh, all the awards were handed out, and I yell out, what about the podcast challenge? Mm-hmm. I almost didn't say anything. <laughs> because because thought I, we I lost. thought we lost, oh, to yeah. be honest. And uh, then Johnny was like, oh, one second. And Extreme stalled for just a little bit, and then... We won! Yeah. That's awesome. We got nothing for it, though. Yeah, you know... Besides the pride. and, and Which is more than enough. Yeah. But I will say that last year, 3.block got a prize. Did they? Yeah, they did. Oh. Well, we won Scavenger Hunt. 
scavenger we, hunt. But we did win the scavenger hunt. The only true official scavenger hunt, too. Why? Because only one guy did it this year, and they're not going to have it again. Well, we don't know that for sure. That's what he said. Yeah, you know. Never know. True. There was a scavenger hunt the year before it, too, and we didn't participate. Our oh, first year, there right. was a scavenger hunt. There was, hunt. yeah. There's always been one with Johnny's yeah. been around. Yeah, that good old... <clears throat> oh, well, I guess we should just go over there. Everybody's leaving. <laughs> yeah. Listen to our first episode. Well, episode zero, wasn't it? Episode zero. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> good times. Uh, so, uh, any other awards we want to talk about? Our, our triple nipple, Michael Lewis won best sportsman. Yeah. And, uh, as if you didn't believe us that he's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. Apparently four random strangers thought so too. Right. I, th- I thought it was funny when Michael w- walked up there, he's like, Oh, the four people that beat me. <laughs> yes. And he's probably right. Mm-hmm. The two people he beat didn't vote for him. This guy's a jerk. They might've. But it's hard to it's hard to vote for someone who that, beats that's you. quite a few uh, votes though. Yeah, in a six round tournament to get yeah. four. I'd be curious how so, many I got. You got none, probably. No, you. I bet you got some. Now I got none. I might have got two. I promise you, I got none. I bet Dan and maybe Josh. Oh really? Although those are just great games, and so you figure everybody just loves Steve. No, they're just. The type of games that are memorable, fun, and I got you. those are the ones I tend to vote for, I guess. So uh, the other awards, if you want to know about Chaos Cup, you, you need to just go, go to chaoscup.com. Yeah, go to chaoscup.com. We're not telling you all those, except yeah. that you know I got beat by the champion. And we told you the painting awards yeah, because we, oh, you know the other podcast speak, didn't bother to do speak so. Speaking of those, during the break, I looked yeah. this up. Um, the other guy that was not laughing Ferret Studios, I think I said his name was Alex, and his last name started with H. Yeah. It's Matthew uh, Howljack or something. Uh, kick Your Asses. Okay. Kick Your Asses is yeah. his online name, but we like to say Kickerous because it bothers It was funny. <laughs> well, I think Johnny did it. So we we followed along. But he had, yeah, he, he had the slant team. Okay. That, that was, was really, really awesome. Well. So I wanted to get his name correct, so... So we wouldn't get Good. mad and kick our asses. At least one podcast cares enough to get names correct. Well, well we try. I, there's no way I can pronounce his last name. It's no. H-R-E-L-J-A-C. It's probably just Raljack. Could be. And, but the H is silent. All right. Don't care. Did you know there's two teams at Chaos Cup this year from the same city? And I don't mean like Chicago or Des Moines, Iowa. Same or fake Oklahoma city? city? Same fake city. Huh. If... BlackRock is a city in the Blood Bowl universe. I played a BlackRock team. Did you? Did you play the Berserkers or the Stormhammers? Chaos or Dwarves? Neither. Neither. No, Berserkers. Wait. Hold on. (laughs) One of them was Mike Bell. Did you play Mike Bell? Did not. And the other one was Tim Hare. Nope. And you didn't play either didn't one of those. Play either one. Do, do you remember your games at all? We Not just at all. talked about them. We so. talked about this, but no. Okay, what so that? hold on. I'm, I'm looking. Wasn't Tickle Monsters Hexagon? <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, Chaos Cup out of 75 teams, we had like I guess BlackRock's kind of like New York. You know, it has multiple teams. So the BlackRock Berserkers, which it was, was the, a Chaos team, it was the Gorgoth Black Daggers, Daggers, right? And I looked them up. That's sort of Gorgoth is like a band. So oh. Not a city. I mean, it's based off a band. So good enough. 
Yeah. And then the Black Rock Stormhammers by Tim Hare from Texas. Huh. They're dwarfs. So I guess it's a weird hybrid city where the chaos and the dwarves hang out and fight and they Should play be. Blood Bowl. I wonder if it, they get, it'd be kind of like New York. It's probably where they get chaos dwarves. Yeah, they it's have actually been. exactly not where they get chaos dwarves in the fluff, but you know, right? But in, why not? They have if chaos and a dwarf had sex, they'd have chaos dwarf babies. What's this sex you talk about? Pretty sure it exists in Blood Bowl universe. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought just Blood Bowl did. No. People just live. No, I'm joking. Was um, there, is there a card that deals with sex? <laughs> I hope not. I don't think there is. Like you, you wake up and no, the babe's got talent. Yeah, is that it? No, and that's where that cheerleader's doing her uh, twerking and gets the crowd. Might have been going. second edition, some type of rule where, like, someone was too um, wasted from the night before. That doesn't mean they had sex. The two ex- they exerted themselves too much from the previous night. Yeah, from drinking. Okay. If you ever got drunk, you'd know this. If you ever had sex, you'd know it. Oh, okay. Ah, boom. Your two kids don't amount for your... Hey, I'm not from 3.block. That joke doesn't work. Oh, call oh. back from the previous episode. Boom. All right, so... And we'll have you know, both people from 3.block came up to him and was like, dude, we've had sex. Yeah, they went Okay, <laughs> just, it's just a joke, guys. They, like, got really offensive on that. They are like, we heard that part, and they were like, oh, then you said it was Lurpcast, and we thought you were talking about us. Like, I, I didn't actually say any. Could have been uh, Orca-Cola. I, I think I clarified that it was Johnny Extreme. Oh, okay. But anyways, those guys are really worried about <laughs> being men. Well, after we demasculated <laughs> them in the podcast challenge. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they can't go back to their, like, what is it, the Hawk Nose League or whatever. The, it's a Hawk Nose? Hawk Face League. Or, yes, it's Hawk Face League. And then the Critical Slam League. Critical Slam and Hawk Face. No, it's mm-hmm. Critical Hit and Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Chance, Drew, we love you. And their buddy Wes who came along. All right, so Steve, before we like do some like cast cup shout outs and kind of wrap up everything, I'd like to actually go over some my opinion of some both down approved team names. Okay. Now what didn't make the list is the Tickle Monsters. Yeah. Or there was a team called Craigslist. Played by Craig McGruber, which is a funny pun, but it doesn't. I wouldn't buy a ticket to go watch Craigslist play the Iowa Hawkeyes. Not so much, no. Or the New York Yankees play Craigslist. Another team that didn't make it was a <laughs> well, it was a, a Norse with no name, which was Alex Weiss's team, uh, his Norse team. Even though he's a good player, yeah, not both down improved. So you ready for some both down approved names? Sure. By this is my opinion. I took twenty percent of the field. I, I told myself as I narrow it down to twenty percent of the teams. So I got fifteen teams that I think. So it's like the best approved. fifteen to me. Okay. Now I didn't include my own team name because I think mine's brilliant. The Gregor Shockers. So in no particular order here, um, the uh, Waddle Hurdlers. Or herders, which was the slam team. So I thought that because you know, they hurdle stuff. Or yeah, whatever. makes sense. Um, th- I like this one, even though it doesn't have a city. Yeah. The Raging Contagions. Yes. And I think that's really good for a Nurgle team. Mm-hmm. That was uh, by Dylan. 
the Malador Manticores, which was Magnus Lyberg's team. Yeah. I really like that one. There's one called the Feldorf uh, Steelers. I don't know what race it was. I can't remember. I think it was Dwarf. Okay. But there's actually, like, I looked up and there was a city, actually, from the Warhammer universe in there. Uh, that's Alex Meyer. And then um, this one, it, you know, it, it reeks elves, but it's still, like, a cool name. So it's Yulthin, if I'm pronouncing that right. It's right here. It's the 11th one. Am I saying it right? I can never say Ulthuin it. Ulthuin Pegasus? Yeah. So that was a Pro Elf Team hmm. by Dave Scriven. Then we have uh, Igrasil. See, I can't pronounce these names. Okay. Number 10. Number 10 in the list. Igrasil Beerman. Well, it's Igrasil. Or Beerman, excuse me. Beerman, which is, Igrasil is the big tree of life in the Norse mythology. Oh, okay. And so I thought that was a cool name. And I've seen that before up at uh, Underworld Cup. Yeah. So it's a returning team just like many of the other oh, teams. Oh, that's cool. And that's by Alex Ely, E-L-Y, mm-hmm. or Vespero. Uh, you have the number nine is Arlequins del Triskel. That was by Luis Lozano from Lozano Spain. Lozano from Spain, which is the Har- uh, the like the city is that Triskel, mm-hmm. and it's the Harlequins of Triskel, mm-hmm. which fit what else? Makes sense. Okay. Number eight is our very own Paul Wright with Hexodal Knot. Which is a to me it's a it's a city over in Lustria, mm-hmm. and not is is the definition of a group of frogs. Yeah, so that's a great. I think that's a great little name. You want me to just go ahead and do the rest? Sure, go ahead kind and do, of in no particular ones. order. I'm just going to go in the order you have. Th- that's fine. Okay, Asgore Demon Smiths, right? That, by Matt McDonough. Yeah, that was an old uh, based off an old army of chaos dwarves. In the uh, Warhammer battle game. Okay. You know, in the regular Warhammer fantasy battle games. Yeah. I thought that was very cool for a Chaos Dwarf team. My favorite one, the Smoky Bay Contenders by Anders. And if you say it fast, it's Smoky Bacon Tender. Exactly. (laughs) He he found a way to put bacon in Blood Bowl. Yeah, I think think it's really good. Oh, I told him I'm stealing that name straight out. (laughs) I'm going to have some sort of, like, you know... Uh, what? I had a good one the other day. I can't remember what it was. For for Smoky Bay, it doesn't have to be Smoky. It was like the Applewood Bay Cons. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they're all ex criminals or mm-hmm. something. I gotcha. Convicts. Yeah, but yeah, good job getting bacon into Blood Bowl, dude. Yes. The the next one's Musalon Martyrs by uh, Brett Finnell. Yes, that might be my favorite. That was that. Uh, like New Orleans Saints yeah. team, also based off a city in the it's like the City of the Dead or whatever. Hmm. Uh, and makes sense. That that might be my favorite out of all of them. After doing some research on them and stuff, continue. The Slaneshawa City Sirens. That's actually one of my favorites too. And that's by it, Spencer Stevens, right? It's a made up city, but you know it fit the theme of the Slanesh. Yeah, absolutely. For, kind of hard to say. Slaneshawa City. I think it's like a Saskatchewan. Uh, that makes I, sense. What I figure. And then Brutal Force by Tom Remery. You're, I know. You just looked at me like I, I just shit myself. And no, I'm serious. Brutal Force has history at the Chaos Cup. Winning it, I think, in 2008 maybe or somewhere okay. around that. But he's a former Chaos Cup champion. 
And that's the team that won it. They're humans. Yeah. And also on this list is the 40 Miners, which uh, we had a discussion with uh, Extreme. He's like, hey, you guys are always talking about fluff. And he's like, do you hate the 40 Miners because we don't have a city? And I was like, some teams earn, you know, that right just to be called by their mascot or whatever. Right. And to me, Brutal Force fits that because there's history. and uh, It is a strong enough name on its own. Right, and I think it's cool that he brought back a former team that won Chaos Cup to come back to Chaos Cup yeah. and try to try to you know get another Chaos Cup. That is cool. So, and you already mentioned the Forty Miners. The Forty Miners, yeah. And do you want to go into any more of that, or are you just glad to see that they came out again? The Forty Miners, yeah. Oh well, I'm just. I think what Extreme actually does, even though I tease him all the time, I think what he does with the history of his team. And um, the yeah, West Side, the stadium, the and Twitter, all the work and he, all that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's actually something that's really awesome. You know. Okay. And then the final one from Martin Van Linden, Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> right. I really like that one. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, Philadelphia. I know it's good. It's a playoff of the NFL. So if and it you works were, perfect. And if you were in this list, you can like go home and tell your mom, like, "Hey, I was both down approved." How's that? If you're telling your mom that, it's kind of sad. Well, they can Unless just, your mom plays Blood Bowl and listens to us, and that's really awesome. I mean, think about this. It, yeah. it, all these people can do this, from Tom to Extreme. All they had to do is like go up the stairs from the basement and say, <laughs> Hey, Mom, I'm both down approved. Like they'd go up from the stairs. Hey, Mom, I'm approved. <laughs> hey, Mom, can you bring me some crackers? My friends are coming over to play Blood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. I invited the halfling guy over so I could beat him. That's very good, Brian Mitchell. <laughs> you need to call me extreme, Mom. <laughs> okay, Brian. <laughs> call me extreme, bitch. That's okay, not called extreme. for. I know. God. He's mean to his mom. He is. <laughs> for all your painting needs, go to X Painting Services for <laughs> Brian Mitchell, who lives with his mother, apparently. Oh, it's so funny if... That's our new routine for him. <laughs> I wish I could do his voice because he'd come back and be like, you guys are pissing me off about all this. And there you go. I can't change the tone of my voice. I'm really furious right now. <laughs> and now I'm going to do Golden Toe's jo- What's his name? Golden Toe Joe's voice. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm really mad and pissed off at you, Fat Finley. How's that? That, that's good. That's, that's me doing Extreme's voice, doing voices. <laughs> we might have veered a little bit off topic. I know we did. Okay. So what else do you want to talk about? Uh, so that finishes Chaos Cup, right? That finishes Chaos Cup. Okay. So then after that, we went for pizza. Again. Again. We did. This we, time. We took the Swedes, the Dane, the uh, English, Alabaman. And Michael with us. Right. There's a whole bunch of us. There's 10 of us. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we went to Lou Malnati's, which we went to last year. Mm-hmm. Still too loud. That's the only downfall of that place. Right. Ne- next year, maybe we ought to get some to go. Maybe, yeah. That might be better, or maybe just pick a... I don't know if there's a downtime for that place. Probably not. Um, and as you have been waiting on pins and needles for, probably... Here's our breakdown of which Chicago-style pizza is better, Lou Malnati's or Giordano's. Okay. I'm going to just sum this up really quick and 
say honestly, if you just gave me a slice on the plate and didn't tell me whose was whose, I might not be able to tell the difference. Really? Well, their sauces are slightly different, but since I only get it once a year, yeah. If you told me like, hey, this is what whoever's pizza, I'd probably believe you. Okay. Now, I will say this. Um, after having both of them, I think I like Giordano's better, mm-hmm. but it's just slightly better. It, it is like comparing a nine point uh, six to nine point eight. Or, right. or exactly, yeah. This this one's a nine and a half, and yeah. this one is a, a nine. Yeah, and it's like oh, they're both nines. They're both great. They're both excellent. Um, I agree. Giordano's is my personal favorite. The sauce tastes more like the homemade sauce we used to do in my house. So I think that's part of it. The difference, the main difference between the two to me, um, Giordano's, we got uh, each one, we got pepperoni and sausage. Right. So we wanted to have an equal comparison between the two. At Giordano's, you're not really tasting the pepperoni or sausage. I can just get a cheese from Giordano's and it tastes about the same, I think. Which should actually hurt it, but I like should, cheese. But it's so good. Um, whereas Lou Malnati's, you had a lot of topping. It was a lot of sausage and there was a good amount of pepperoni. The The first year we had Giordano's back in uh, our first cast cup in 2011, mm-hmm. uh, I believe we got separate pizzas that year. No? I, no, we just got one. We had pineapple on half of, or maybe my half. You, I think we might have had half, half. Half yeah. and half. And I had ham and pineapple, and I could taste the toppings. And okay. I really liked it. But but this last time I didn't taste the toppings. No. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't either. But I, I still think I like Giordano's just a mm-hmm. little bit better. But I would eat either one of them in a second. I'd happily, yeah. They're both great. And I think it should be tradition if we go to Chaos Cup. That we have both of them every year. Well, <laughs> because we still need I to eat, like them. We need to have a Pizzeria Uno's and a Gino's East. Okay. Well, I'm down for that. Yeah. So. More than happy to do that. So after that, uh, oh, we, we stayed over. No, some, no, no. no. Oh, yeah. the ice cream place? Oh, uh, yeah. What was that place called? Like Obergeist or Oberweiss or? Something like that. On While we're eating there, sitting there, having pizza. There was this ice cream place. And we were like, you know. That was awesome. We're kind of full of pizza, but we Scott's like I could go for ice cream. Uh-huh. Core is like, e- oh, oh yeah, yeah. Core Core got really rock hard, and he was like ready <laughs> for ice cream. He was all down for it, which I, I'm always down for ice cream too. So we we're gonna just yeah, we're even, just gonna go down the road and see if we can find someplace decent. Yeah, we even talked about going to Portellos because they had like a some type of shake, and then also we seen this like Oberweiss or something. Some type of German-sounding name. And so we went in there, and it's just like a cool, clean place where you could play, like, uh, chess Mm -hmm. and checkers. And they had all these weird flavors of ice cream. And not even weird. I mean, they had some weird, but they had the regular. It was like an old-time ice cream parlor. Well, I got Blackberry Cobbler, which was the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. And I'm very serious. Yeah. Not exaggeration. It, it had the perfect flavor. It, it tasted way better than any type of cobbler. Uh, even Core had it, and he's like, "That's really good." Mm-hmm. I had chocolate almond, which was really good, and then I had um, Jim at Christmas. I can't remember the other one. It was delicious, though. I had a chocolate fudge brownie sundae. That looked and good too. It was amazing. 
just regular vanilla ice cream on top with you know the regular chocolate fudge and all that but the brownie was it was warm tender moist it was amazing so good really makes me i kind of want to go back for that more than i do the pizza Oh, we're definitely hitting that place again. Yeah. I'm trying to think what my third scoop of ice cream was. I don't know. It was it was pr- pretty delicious. Yeah. It's what, so delicious I can't remember, but it's because of the blackberry cobbler. I've just been telling everybody. You got blueberry pie. Did you mention that? Blueberry cobbler. Was it blueberry po- cobbler or blackberry? No, they didn't have a blackberry. Oh, okay, so it was blueberry. They had blackberry at the place on the way home. Oh. Okay. Hold on. I got a picture of my ice cream in here, and I'm going <laughs> to... Hunt this down. We're gonna we're gonna solve this problem really quick. Both down presents Scott looking at his phone for ice cream. It is it's not a Chaos Cup special without a lot of gratuitous food comments. Well, I don't know what it is. It's pink. <laughs> was it like a? Did they have a cherry cheesecake or something? That's what it was. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure you said it was a cheesecake one. Yeah. Yeah, because it's pink and everything, so yeah. It was delicious, too. So it's either cherries, cheesecake, or blood. Yeah, it was blood. Okay, blood no. flavor. <laughs> blood flavor? Yeah, O positive. I, I might try it. <laughs> no, blackberry cobbler was amazing. I, I wanted to go get more scoops of that, but I didn't. <laughs> but me and Core both did the triple scoops, and then I was like, hey, you got whipped cream for that? And the little dude working behind there was like, sure. And he's like, oh. And then Cora jumped all over that stuff. I like Cora because he likes to eat a lot, like us. You know, we had Cora and Paul and Michael in the car with us. Right. And at one point I mentioned, how do we always get stuck with people like us? Because it's like they're all three just this goofy and perverted and weird and You know what's funny about Food Cor? fixated as we You know are. how, like, you say, like, some of your best friends, if you don't see somebody for, like, six months, and as soon as you see each other, you just pick up right where you left mm-hmm. off. It's not awkward. You don't have to have that catching up stuff. Yeah. It sounds weird, but Core almost feels that way. <laughs> yeah. Because he just fits right in. We talk. Uh, you know, there's no awkwardness. You know, we always have pants on. It's great. Sometimes have pants on. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, unlike the previous years, we decided to stay over that Sunday night, which made the trip, I think, much better. We actually haven't talked about this completely, but we, instead of just bolting straight from the tournament, we were able to relax, go out to dinner with everyone, have the ice cream, go back to the hotel, say goodbye to everybody, right, and at a leisurely pace, and... Then the next day, we woke up at about, what, 6 and left the hotel about 6.30. Right, yeah. Usually, every time we shake hands, and then we, as soon as it's over, we go, hey, man, sorry, got to go. See you, bye. And, yeah, it just feels weird. Yeah. This year was a lot better. Now, I wasn't too keen on driving back the whole time in one day. And again, it's a 12-and-a-half-hour drive. If you took it straight. And we had an hour for lunch, and so it was like a... We, Left at six thirty seven and got home about eight thirty or nine. We left about six thirty and got home at eight thirty. Okay, but so, yeah, it w- it was a long day of driving. But you know what? This was this was the best year for Casco. I think so. The whole trip, mm-hmm. and I know Alan's going to think that we're teasing him because we begged no, him to come along and everything. 
you know. I think we just figured out the best way to do it. But I, yes, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, we figured it out. We had good company. Uh, picking up Michael was mm-hmm. really awesome. And uh, yeah, we finally figured it out. Took three trips. And really, that driving all the way back in one day seems like a lot. But since it was all during the daytime, it didn't feel like a burden. If that makes You're sense. right. Yeah. You know, oh. it's it's different if you drive overnight than if you drive all during the day. Right. So I didn't have any fatigue or anything. And, and on the way home. Yeah. We tried to, you know, we figured we got regular breakfast at Jack tried, in the Box or White, we tried White, White Castle. Castle. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, so then we got something at a gas station. and But we had uh, we tried a different barbecue place on the way back from Missouri <laughs> yeah. called Hicks Barbecue, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. And it was like way off the road. And, we, and it said it was right off the road and it was like, oh, but it's actually two miles this way. Right. It was in a very, very small town. Yeah. Which was kind of creepy. And the girl, there was a girl sitting in the middle of her lawn <laughs> yeah. that might have been a prostitute. But... Don't the know. food was awesome. It was so much better. We had crappy dowds on the way out, yeah. but we had the best food on the way in. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of food. They had like six different sauces. Yeah. And they all, were all good. And they were all good, and they all tasted different, too. Right. Like, as they should. You had right. smoky, you had uh, honey mustard. Sweet and spicy. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was amazing. So if you're ever in whatever part of the world of Missouri that has Hicks Barbecue. You'll see a sign for it. But I don't know where it is. <laughs> it was really good. The waitress was cute. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> tell them what you found in the bathroom. I found a pic- What? I found a picture of. of... Are we going to tell the story? We got to tell the whole story then. It's not that long of a story. Okay. I suck at painting. Okay. So I have a... I took the William the Refrigerator Perry... Uh, miniature or defreezer and since he was going to be my troll or ogre on my human team i decided to make him coal black like he is straight up coal black right he didn't use brown nope didn't use brown just use straight black so he's very black so when me and alan saw this we were like and i did a bad job on the eyes and the mouth and all that so it doesn't look politically correct but me and Alan didn't know you were going for coal black. Yeah. We thought you were going for African American. Yeah, they thought I was just really, really bad as opposed to just bad. <laughs> and I was like, so we. we I, wanted made- to, I wanted to be a little bit offset, so I went for the straight. So, yes, yeah. when we saw this, we cracked up and we died laughing. <laughs> this was a year, year and a half ago, and we thought it was just the funniest thing ever. Well, so I go to pee, and in the bathroom, there's this like. It's actually a nice piece of artwork, but the subject matter is like, I guess he's a slave painting or so. I don't know what it was. Or a homeless guy or something. I don't remember. But he was also supposed to be an African-American, but I guess they only had Steve's color palette, and he was <laughs> coal black. It was very much the prototypical uh, portrayal of the African-Americans in the late 19th century. Okay. Which is straight black, bug eyes. Yes, you know, yes. Oh, everything was red ex- lips. Accentu- and, yeah, yeah, everything was accentuated. And so immediately I was like, Steve, you have to go pee. You know, William the Freezer Perry's dad. <laughs> There's a picture of him in the bathroom. And there was. And there was. And we got a big kick out of that. It kind of like ended the trip. Mm-hmm. And then we got home and we were dead tired. And that was it. <laughs> and I Didn't talk well. to each other the next day at all. No. <laughs> that was it. 
So that's it. Yeah. So overall, great experience. Had a ton of fun. I could have done much better with my team, but I'm good with the way it turned out. I can't believe I'm saying this, but and I said it before. Yeah, for me going three and zero and then zero and three, I was actually very pleased. Oh yeah, with, besides with who you just played? getting destroyed mm-hmm. the last game and not being able at least to give him a game. Yeah, I was uh, actually surprisingly happy, and I came home to some um, some strife at home, but it's still been. I'm still happy about my trip. I mean, <laughs> it was it. This is one of the funnest Chaos Cup trips I've had. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because we figured it out. And it really felt like a vacation this time. Yeah, we had we no stress. we got to relax. We got to, after Chaos Cup was over, we got to relax and just go eat a dinner. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to drive anywhere. Got to hang out with who was remaining there. Great experience. Great job by everybody. I don't, I don't know. I'm, yeah. ready, I'm actually more pumped about... Starting our Blood Bowl season for mm-hmm. our, our league here at the house and everything. I'm so pumped for Blood Bowl right now. It's amazing. I'm, yeah. not, I'm actually not burnt out. I think it's a great way to be a lead-in for a season. Yeah. At least this time. But last year for Cast Cup, I was burnt out of Blood Bowl coming back. Right. And actually the year before I was too. I, a lot this of it year, I think really is excited me. You know, the first time, we'd never played that many games of Blood Bowl back well, to back That was our first time. Yeah. First tournament, first time doing that at all. And the second time, still adjusting to it. And this time, like I said, I think next time, if we take competitive teams, we'll probably do really well. I mean, mm-hmm. you obviously did really well this time. I'm taking gas. So we'll see how competitive they get. They can be. So I'm taking orcs. Still? I'm still sticking with it. All right, you're not going to have them painted in time, so I'll let I you will. borrow the ginger badgers. <laughs> I might need your help painting. I don't know. All right. I'll figure something out. I don't know if I have ideas. That's oh, all I'll great. say. All right. You ready for me to do a few little shout-outs here? Yeah, and I guess. I mean, we can uh, just wrap this up. Yeah. Um, in no particular order, these are just uh, people I've talked to. Um, Brian, too. I'd like to just shout-out him. It was nice yeah. seeing him again. Definitely. Um, a side note, he came actually over to me and we talked, and he mentioned – the Oklahoma Bowl weekend that he came out here to, where he played Oklahoma Bowl 2 and Spiky Cup. And he told me that's one of the funnest weekends he's ever had playing Blood Bowl. Yeah. Didn't he win both? I know he won both of them, but he just, he, he really compl- Well, he didn't win Spiky. He came in second in He Spiky. came in second, but he complimented how much fun everybody was. Yeah. It was a nice atmosphere. He said we ran the events well. It made me feel really good. It's like, wow, we are doing something yeah. nice around here. Well, that's very nice. Um, so thank you, Brian, too. Uh, Mike Bell and Dennis Lebo for uh, the Dreadball yeah. uh, demos on Thursday night. You guys are really helpful, and uh, it was nice to have painted teams to demo the games with. Absolutely. And else. Made a big difference. Um, uh, BCH, it was nice seeing you again, Brian Always Harmon. nice seeing him. Yeah. Uh, he's always a super nice guy. And... That's the one bad thing. We don't get to hang out with people as much as we'd like. Well, I think Brian Harmon had his family there this he did. time. So yeah. That was cool. Uh, Paul Wright, the dirty d- Englishman, for hanging out with us again. <laughs> and, you know, Kind of sad that you moved all the way down to Alabama, but he says he's going to He's going to be here for Nuffleween. Yeah, so. he's coming up for Nuffleween, so that's good. Uh, but we miss Which, you, Paul. Speaking of Nuffleween, those rules should be up Oh, yeah. Why not? Let's just do this now. We'll do it on the next podcast, too. Yeah, we'll try uh, that. November 2nd yeah. is Nuffleween 2, The Revenge. 
<laughs> and all the the rules packs up. It's on bothdown.com. And you, it's right there in the menu. Click on Nuffleween. Okay. You can register. Michael Lewis is already paid. Yep. He's coming. And I think somebody else paid today, too. I'm not sure on that. But anyway, so people are already starting to sign up. Cool. Um, I'd also like to th- thank the uh, just the Texas, Texas gang of people that we didn't get to hang out with as much. But the yeah. guys down there from Rock Cup and uh, Dragon Lair Games, uh, Matt, Kent Raffrey, Kent, uh, his Melissa. wife, Melissa, uh, Matt McDonough. Tim Hare, we didn't really get to hang out as much as I thought we would. It's just hard. It's just yeah, it's yeah. hard to do everything. But just like to shout out those guys again because they're our you know our little brothers to the south mm-hmm. <laughs> down in Texas. Uh, the Stevens brothers, Big Sexy Sean and uh, <laughs> Spencer. Appreciate seeing you guys, and maybe we can uh, break some bread next Chaos Cup and hang out a little bit. Well, if they're going to have our teams and our money, might as well. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Canadian George Michael, Alex <laughs> Mastuziak, who always takes that very well since Alan nicknamed him. Yeah. For the record, it was Alan, not Steve, and not me who named you. And then um, I guess they're calling him Papa Bear, Grant Hallis. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, off, off of George Alice. Right. I got yeah. that. Okay. Shout out Grant's wife who hates us. Yeah. She hates us, but we're going to shout her out at the next podcast too. So she can hate us twice. Yeah. We'll keep shouting her out until she's continues to hate us. Either she's going to dump him because he keeps making her listen to both them or I don't know what else. I don't think there's another option. There could be. They can stay together. Sure. Why not? Okay. Uh, it's nice seeing and shaking hands and meeting the Ziggy Llama, Jeremy Morse. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, big fan of the show. He's always uh, giving us feedback and ideas and stuff. So it's nice to actually put a... Mm-hmm. I don't think I met him last year. If I did, I don't remember. So well, I, I think know we met he him was in passing there last year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's nice to see him. Of course, a uh, big shout out to the 3 Dot Block guys who took the loss very well and was yeah. humorous all weekend. It was always nice seeing Drew and Chance and... Uh, I believe that was Wes that was with him this time. Um, I didn't get to actually meet Wes. I don't. No, think. I don't think I did. Uh, but he was the guy with the three die block shirt on. That makes sense. You would think that. Yeah. I, maybe Jordan Chance had one, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Swedes, David Jonas, Magnus Anders, and Per Hawken, all the, the the band and their manager, as mm-hmm. Johnny calls them. Uh, it was nice seeing those guys and hanging out once again. Band of Swedes. It feels like we kind of have like a small little brotherhood from a. Across the way, we get to see once a mm-hmm. year. So it's nice to see them again. And of course, Core, as always, our favorite Danish. Who almost Dane, got spiky again. Yeah, so close. So close. Can't win them all, dude. I know you think you can. <laughs> He's come close. Uh, Tom Anders, thank you for having impact there. Yeah, absolutely. Such a great thing, but you've heard that already once this podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank. You keep an eye out for more of those plastic teams. He's going to be doing a lot more, apparently. Oh, really? They keep going up. And oh. more keep getting added to the website. Oh. So. It's probably the future of Blood Bowl. Might as well be, yeah. So uh, I'd like to thank Brian Mitchell yep. and his wife, Jenny Mitchell, yep. for all the hard work they've done because uh, I know they helped. They're part of the Chaos Cup crew, the painting and all that stuff, and just uh, putting up with Steve's antics uh, over the course of the whole week and being crazy. Yeah. yeah. That, that, like that time I got drunk and. Did all that stuff, you know. Right. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, knocked on the door and ran away. Pretty sure I didn't do that. Oh, okay. okay. Could have been. Right. Um, Mike Muller, of course, and uh, his wife, Katie, and yep. um, 
great performance for Katie representing America, getting <laughs> second place for us at Chaos Cup. And then, uh, of course, uh, Heather Paletis for uh, putting up with Johnny and helping out at Chaos Cup. So I think that's all the thank yous I need to give out. I'm not going to thank Johnny at all. Oh, is this the part where we suck him? Uh, you don't have to mention that, but... That's what he said on his show. I know. All right. So, actually, yes. Johnny, great tournament. And I'm being very serious. Probably the smoothest tournament I've been at. Yeah, easily. And it wasn't, it, aside from, like, the two problems I had. but Well, yeah. Steve was a problem child. But, seriously, 75 people... It ran smooth. There felt like there was no stress involved. Yeah, but it was I mean, so much better this year, and he's right. Two not people the to game the table itself. is huge. Yeah, not, you know, of course the games are stressful. But I'm saying yeah. the tournament atmosphere was amazing. Mm-hmm. It felt relaxed. It was fun. Like I said, I came home to some drama, and I'm still happy about Chaos yeah. Cup. And, you know, I, I lost three games in a row. <laughs> and uh, Steve knows I don't take that well. Not at all. <laughs> so I'm not still it, Not that it hardly ever happens. Well, it's probably true. <laughs> at least around here in our yeah. home league. Um, but, no, I had a blast. It was so much fun this year. And, you know, we, they have great leaders. And I hope that mm-hmm. Johnny never retires from doing it. Absolutely. So, um I just want to give a shout-out again to anyone I played that I had fun with, uh, which was pretty much all my opponents. Anyone we didn't cover to give a shout-out to, we should give a <laughs> shout-out to them. The poor waitress that uh, Michael dragged out of um, Lumon Audis to take a photo. Oh, gosh. Remember that? Yeah, we had a photo outside there, and that poor waitress didn't want to do that. No. And uh, someone might have made some comments about coming back to the hotel and taking extra photos. Or... Was that Paul? I think the it was me, Englishman? actually. Oh, was but that I, you? It's some he, pervert. He probably could have got away with it. Yeah, because he has the English accent. He's got the better accent, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll also like to thank all my opponents. Um, this is the... Anything else? I don't want to say it's the first time I've ever played, like, never had a problem with anybody, but... Big shout-out again to Justin for the tickets to the Cubs game. Yep. And all the Cubs swag. And um, just uh, all you guys. I mean, it's yeah. actually really nice Anyone to see Anyone who you. came up to us and was like, hey, I really like the podcast. Or, all four of you. <laughs> it was more than that. but It was. And we appreciate anybody who bought stuff at the booth. Oh, absolutely. And um, since that actually worked so well, if Johnny will allow us, we'll be doing more of that next year. And we will probably take pre-orders Absolutely. on the shirts. So if you know what size you need and what shirt you need, yeah. you can pre-order that, and we can have it there. You can pick up and pay us then. Yeah, well, that's so, a long ways out. So Exactly. But, uh, yeah, thanks again for Johnny for letting us sit at the table. Really appreciate you guys. It's so awesome to go out and meet just everybody else because we just feel like two normal guys doing a podcast, kind of. And, and really, yes. we are. We're just two normal guys. Exactly. So. Any any of you two could actually sit on a microphone and do the same thing. Yeah, but at times, I'm still amazed how many times people come up to us and kind of act like we're larger than life, mm-hmm. even though that just means we're fat. Although we did the same thing to Johnny and Extreme. I know we did. <laughs> so, But so... That's it, that's man. That's it, I guess. That's all I got. Yeah. So next year. Until I'm bring, next I'm year. I'm bringing Inevitable City Rampage next year. Chaos Cup. Oh, God, I have to come up with a name. Oklahoma State Cow Orcs. Oh, Lord. You're like the worst fluff partner. Oklahoma University, Central Oklahoma University, Bronc Orcs. 
Okay, I, I'm looking for somebody else to take Steve's place <laughs> on both down. You can just uh, e- email in your applications. Okay. Yeah, anyways, I'll, I'll figure out a name between now and then, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you have a whole year, Mr. Fluff. A whole year. I will try my best to give you monthly updates of my, prog- my, my progress to see if I actually okay, do listen. anything. By the end of October, you will have your team primed, and you will start with one base color on them. Okay. That's a deal. End of October? End of October. End of November. <laughs> Why are we negotiating? Look, I, we've got, I've got to move. I've got okay. the end, Nuffleween. End, all right. End so, of November. End of November, I'll have at least, at least primed. the team primed, and I don't even know what I'm taking. You said you're taking orcs. Uh, I know, but what models? Oh, Lord. GW. I, most of us don't have that problem because we only have one team. God, i got so many teams. Yeah. i got so many orcs. Yeah, because you live in a, the basement. Hey, Mom, can you bring me some banking crackers and some devil dinosaur oh, comics? screw that. Yes, that's who we need to shout out. Who? Every person who has been to Chaos Cup before and didn't come this year, such as Alan or Tristan or... Frank Bradford, who's Bradford. won multiple ones. Um, Zoot Suit, Jeff. Okay. Um... So we just tell them that they need to get on the bus. Brad Wells. Because yeah. he went last year, right? Yeah. Um, he chose the NAF team championships over that's Cast true. Cup this year. And what was... People have budgets, Steve. Uh, who am I forgetting? <laughs> You're probably forgetting a lot of people. I know I'm forgetting a lot of people, but I mean specifically people we know. Roofer. Roofer. Yeah, but definitely Roofer. You live in he, Chicago. I guess he has school to do. So. I don't care. You know what? I got a degree, and I'm not very smart. I'm a man. I'm 40. That's right. You should ditch the weekend roofer and go bring your teenagers from Marge's team up. We need one more undead team. All right. So, anyways, <sighs> next year, Chaos Cup, be there. Let's break 82 or whatever the record is. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. We'll see you probably in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Both Down is a production of Couch Pirate Radio. Please drop by CouchPirates.com to hear more of their podcasts. Because I'm forgetful, I'll just go back to my previous game one time. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, so I had the ball. All I, did, all I had to do was hand off the ball to Skink to score a touchdown. And I had two options. The ball was being held by Skink with horns. And I could have given it either to the skink with horns or another skink that didn't have anything. And I chose the one who didn't have anything. But I told Dan, this isn't going to work. I'm going to roll a two. I'm going to use a re-roll. And I'm going to roll another two. You know why? He's like, why? He thought it was crazy because I'm predicting the future. I'm like, because I said I'm going to give it to this guy and not his hatchmate, the other guy with horns. They're hatchmates. If I'd give it to him, he'd just walk in no problem. But since I'm giving it to the other one, it's not going to work. So what do I do? Two. 
Reroll two. I'm glad my my I, my game six got interrupted for that. That that is a, it was the, a great story. And Spielberg it, should make a movie out of I that. I think he's Just that part. That's of actually Chaos the Cup. that's the plot. Don't want to ruin it. Okay. It's the plot of Jurassic World. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So Hatchmates. that's why I wanted to. Hatchmates, to, okay. Yeah, Hatchmates. Spoiler alert mm-hmm. for you people because, I, you know, this if podcast this is Twitter, not long enough. Hatch, hashtag Hatchmates. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is not long enough. Steve had to add one more kind of like sub story. I'm just going to cut out most of, of your stuff, so don't worry about it. <laughs> 